0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala, bo- 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 your weekly podcast where we touch on the hottest topic with a touch of what, Terrence? Um, with a touch of
1: Ask Me Anything episode. Oh yeah, Well,
0: that intro felt them off. Sir. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what the hell
0: was I even saying? I think it was yeah. grammatically incorrect. Also, where we touch the hottest topic with a touch of. And you yeah. said, ask me anything. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: I think we just oh. wanted to to keep everyone in suspense. Yeah, <laughs> it was actually the AMA episode, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Because it is the AMA episode. It is episode number 300, man.
1: Yes, number 300. 300 I, I mean, episodes. I, I realized the last AMA we did was actually 250, right? Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was, was two hundred or so. Yeah, I thought it was two hundred, but oh, actually it's only fifty apps ago. Now. It wasn't that long. But oh,
0: only fifty apps. Now. oh, yeah. listening to us like like uncles like oh, only fifty apps ago.
1: Yeah, it wasn't as long as I imagined. But yeah, okay. Uh, well, we're here, yes. so we we might as well do it. Cause I think I think yeah, the last since the last AMA, it's like uh, it's a different world we're in already. idea uh, you know.
0: Yeah, because fifty. Uh, I mean, assuming an average of maybe 2.5 episodes a week, 2.5 episodes a week, mm. uh, that comes up to about 20 weeks, 20 weeks, yeah. five months yeah. ago, la, five months
1: ago. Yeah.
0: Half a year, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Half a year. Yeah. A very different time. Uh, back then we were still facing some restrictions. Um, mm. I think the war between Russia and Ukraine had not started yet. Mm. Uh, mm. The whole crypto market was blo- blo- booming. <laughs>
1: The whole stock market,
0: everything. The whole stock market was... was booming. <laughs> was about... Yeah, actually, yeah, that was before the decline. Uh. Yeah. yeah Whoa, exactly. Now it's a fucking whole
1: different world, man. Different world. Inflation. Uh, petrol yeah. prices have doubled and everything. And That's your crazy. throat was
0: also better last time, six, six months ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six months ago, all my right. kid hadn't he hadn't <laughs> gone to school yet, so he wasn't bringing all these strange diseases yeah. home. Yeah, yeah. Ter- Terrence was functioning. <laughs> yeah, I was still... <laughs> wasn't falling sick every other week. You know. But your but your throat is still not 100%. Like. It's not 100%, but that's the sacrifice that I make for the Yalabad audience. Yeah, for the Yalabad audience. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. this this week, people were getting a bit uh, nervous ready And we didn't release the episode by midweek. Yeah, uh, and yeah, people yeah. started posting on Reddit. But yeah, Terrence had a bad throat, but we are back. Episode yeah. number 300, man.
1: But uh, on that note, actually, there's somewhere else you can also find us. Like, if yes. If we're not here. Yeah. Uh and what where is that?
0: Um it is on our our parallel show, sister show, brother show that we started uh, a couple of weeks ago with Andy Chen called NFT with Bubble Tea. Um mm. and it's not that we're trying to jump on the NFT bandwagon. It's just an episode where we Terrence and I kind of try to understand the NFT world with the help of Andy Chen who has his own NFT company and we take the approach where we we ask the layman questions, man. Right and, and I mean now I'm sure everybody knows that the crypto market is kind of like a going through a winter of sorts. Um, maybe now is a time where I mean the more information the better, and we just released our third episode.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's an interesting it's an interesting episode. I think uh, you gotta give people you know any any new podcast needs some time to to find its footing. Yeah, and I think we're starting to find our footing as well. Yeah. So do do check it out. It's
0: the same format. We speak about two topics every week. Um, We kind of uh, throw some jokes, but we still talk about some technical stuff. And wherever you find this podcast, you can find that podcast as well. Mm. Cool. All right. Awesome. Cool. So, so what's going to happen next is we're going to be reading the questions that uh, our dear listeners have posted on our Reddit, on our subreddit. calling mm. for questions I think we have 30 plus questions um, yeah. and yeah some very interesting questions and we're just gonna work through them as quickly as we can
1: yeah firstly we'll sort them uh, by top mm. meaning if people upvoted downvoted them and uh, and then Reddit sorts that out Yeah. Uh, and then we'll answer them in that order la. Right.
0: in that order and the link yeah. to that subreddit
1: thread is in the
0: show notes um, yes. but yeah hopefully we get through everything so shall we start man
1: yeah sure cool okay. First question. Yeah, first question from Tiramisu Matcha. Mm. Fourteen for two weeks ago. Mm. Hi, I'm currently catching up with Yalabad episodes cause of exams. Just wanted to check if you two have any plans to conduct another event. Mm. And that was supported by Kuma Babu 1919, who replied, "This is
0: important." Mm. So I guess yes. Uh, this is in relation the another event is in kind of with reference to the event we held earlier this year at the National Gallery like, which was our first. Mm. Yalabad live event, where we recorded a 30-minute podcast in front of a live audience, and I mean, I had a fucking great time.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was awesome.
0: It was awesome, and I think of all the shows at National Gallery, we sold out the fastest. Mm. So, I mean, if you ask me, I would love to do one very soon.
1: Yeah, so I guess the question is whether do we have plans to to actually appear at another event rather than conduct. Because like, conduct would mean that we have to produce it and mm. set it ourselves and all. Like. I mean, uh, I think we would never reject any, you know, chance to appear at an event and do something related to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, But but yeah, like, right now there's a... I think everyone is starting to... All events are starting to get back to their feet as well, like, right? Yeah, yeah. Correct. I'm seeing a lot of like partying and, and, and events and you know pop-ups happening all over again in singapore so um who knows like, maybe maybe with more events coming up there might be there'll be more opportunities for us to to do something again yeah
0: so i, th- I think i guess yeah. what we're saying is that if an opportunity arises we definitely are up for another event um i mean sometimes i think how cool would it be if like we have this thing like every quarter we have I don't know, like a venue partner or something where, okay, we will definitely have a show every quarter or every two months mm. um, and it mm. becomes like a thing, you know. I think it'd be yeah. so cool to have like a physical space because stand-up comedy, you have comedy clubs, you have mm. open mics and all. It'd be cool like, um, if there's yeah, just a venue where it could be like a, I don't know, like a, it doesn't have to be like a esplanade or something but something smaller. So, so if yeah. anyone listening, you know you you have, uh, you know of a venue or you own a venue and you be open to chat, hit us up, man. Yeah. Yeah, because there's there's cool. something very special about a physical event. I never thought recording a podcast in front of a live audience would be that fun. Mm. Yeah, but, but it's fun, it works, man. Uh. Yeah, it works. It works. Yeah. it works.
1: All right. Yes. Second question. Uh, I just go ahead, huh? Yeah, just go ahead. Uh, tomato cultivator. Mm-hmm do you guys believe in the paranormal? Do you have any first-hand experiences? Mm. And Kumar Babu, I mean, 19, 1919, he, he replied saying that, uh, that Terence once mentioned we were filming at the Hotel Geylang and there was some scene at a bar and one extra supposed to duck behind we a bar and then something happened. So maybe Terence can retell this story. Apparently, this incident gave a lot of people a real fright. So, yeah, I mean, I think I have shared this story on one of the AMAs before. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that's, uh, that's something that you can listen to if you want to hear that. But, but Harish, yeah. do you believe in the paranormal? Uh, no, Why do, do, don't you just give a quick TLDR version of the incident in case people. Um, no, I want to leave. I want people to actually listen to it on the AMA. I'm sure it's always better when you then you hear the original telling of it, like, right? But then, which Rather AMA? The like,
0: we have done four AMAs, dude.
1: Then listen to all four of them, man. It's a, it's a separate thing from that the one that was not it's not, it's, a, it's a story but one that one's not this is a question about whether we believe in the paranormal
0: ah uh, okay 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 uh, so you're saying for the sub question you go to the AMA for the main mm. question is what we will focus on la.
1: correct correct yeah
0: I see I see I see uh, yeah so you're saying me for, for me the paranormal um, yes that's right I would say I believe in like I don't know like another layer on top of human consciousness whether it's energy or something Jesus uh, no la. laugh
1: <laughs> Ooh sensitive sensitive
0: uh, No I mean that, that one that one like is a whole different thing like religion to me is separate from paranormal oh, okay, um, okay. and paranormal is separate from like this energy thing la. So do I believe okay. in ghosts and spirits and that there are people lingering around I would say no but mm. I believe in Yeah just something that we cannot yet explain like the unexplained
1: mm-hmm. Yeah so so you f- don't believe you don't believe in the paranormal, right? Yeah, I don't believe in the paranormal. Because uh, paranormal, to define it, I guess, uh, would mean specifically events, phenomena, a phenomenon that are beyond the scope of normal scientific understanding, Oh, but like no, then I do because I think there are things like or clairvoyance. Actually,
0: then, then I do like I believe I do believe like telekinesis, clairvoyance. Mm. I think that there is something there, but I don't believe oh, in ghosts.
1: Okay, okay, okay. okay.
0: Yeah, and first hand experience like uh, I've been in situations where people say they saw something, but I didn't like mm. Mm. Yeah, but what about you?
1: Uh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm generally skeptical of mm. most paranormal. Uh, stories and things like that, but but there are people who tell me with a very, with a very straight face that oh, there's a ghost sitting sitting in the corner of the room right now. That can't kind of think mm. You know, those people. The third, third, And then I, I, you know, in, in just because I studied psychology and everything, I always try to think what is it that could be making them feel like that or think like that now, la, Right. Uh-huh. And and then uh, yeah, and, and because the human mind really has quite an ability to. To conjure up things that are not there, even when you know uh, it's totally against your 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 five senses and everything, lah. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah. Like, I'm not. I'm not, not. I'm not inviting it or looking forward to, to having a paranormal experience or anything like that. But right now, the evidence points against it. Against everything, like most of it can be explained with, with, generally with science or something to do with the human brain or what la.
0: So you don't believe, ah? Eh?
1: Yeah. Like, don't believe lah. Like. So, so I
0: guess that gives even more context for why you guys need to go listen to the AMA where Terrence tells the Geylang story because yeah. uh, it did give us a fright. A uh, fright and if we yeah. left it at that, it would have become folklore for future sets. La. But then we found out what actually happened and it wasn't that frightening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then it's an yeah. exact exa- example of like, oh, you think that this happened, uh, but if you dig a deep a bit deeper, there's an explanation. lah. So, mm, yeah. so, I think, I mean, even when you look at, how you say, uh, like, uh, you know, all these things about, oh, when the moon comes out, then people, like, people turn into werewolves and all that. I think there is research to show that on a full moon, uh, because of the additional gravity of the moon or something, it does affect um, something in human brains. Lah. Like, the, mm. there's some there's some correlation with that and during an eclipse and all that. So, all this, these old wives tales that you have heard. Uh, they can be explained, lah. La. Um, yeah. And then I was just thinking, yeah. like, for someone to just say, "Hey, I see a ghost in the corner." I mean, for all we know, they might be able to, but it's kind of like a a, a power trip or so, right? Like, if you, you don't just, like the conversation, yeah. you just say, "Hey, I see a ghost behind you." Then you can just you yeah. can just freak people out.
1: That's yeah, true. Yeah. It could. It, it's like, it's like uh yeah. You know, it's a quick way to just say, "Hey, everybody, look at me." Yeah. nothing like, <laughs> <this> right Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, and look even, at me! I got special
0: powers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was just on set today and someone was sharing the story of how he was on a shoot that was focused on paranormal activity and they did the Ouija board uh, and he said it really was like something was moving it but then I was like I mean you were with two paranormal investigators um, mm. who, who whose kind of street cred depends on the existence of paranormal activity mm-hmm. so it would be in their best interest to ensure that there is some paranormal activity la. Correct, correct, yeah. There is a
1: definite bias, right?
0: Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe tonight we'll get some visits from some folk, I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, a a couple of nights ago, I had a... I thought I was, you know, experiencing that whole, like, sleep paralysis thing where you feel like somebody's holding you down Mm. and not allowing you to wake up. Then it was your kid, huh? No, no, then I woke up and I realized I was dreaming that I was sleeping. You know, you know what I mean? No, as in, it was like a dreamception kind of thing, You were dreaming, dreaming that you were sleeping. I dreamt that I was asleep and couldn't wake up, Basically, how the
0: fuck you dream that you're sleeping?
1: No, no, no. I said, yeah, like you dream that you are, that you were as you were very fast asleep, and that, and then, uh, and then you oh you were struggling so hard you just couldn't wake up you're trying to move and everything. No, but and then you wake up and, then you, wake up and then you wake up and then you realize oh shit it was just a dreamer. S- dream.
0: So then what was happening in your dream? Were you looking at yourself from a third perspective a third person view or?
1: No, it was, I think it was still, still my POV. Huh? I, I, and I could sort of see like a figure like trying to like hold me down or what. And, you that know. means you weren't asleep. No, no, I was
0: asleep. But was you dreamt asleep. that you were asleep. Then how you see the figure? The uh, In your face. Ah. But that means you're not asleep. <laughs> no, no, but I'm asleep.
1: Then, Then I realized I'm asleep. Yeah.
0: No, but you yeah. dreamed that you were asleep, and then in that dream of you sleeping or where you were asleep, mm. you saw a figure. That means your eyes are open, right?
1: That is true. Yeah. What are you talking about? That is true, yeah. So so that's where that's where I say the mind has the amazing ability to uh. confuse your your inner experiences between the first layer of dreams and the second layer of dreams. It's very mm. inceptionish So so and then I realized, oh, I can totally imagine if I were, you know. If I was superstitious and all that, I would have thought, oh, I just got visited by a spirit, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. And then
0: if I met you for lunch and if the conversation was getting boring, you could have told me that, and then, just that. And then I'd be like, oh, fuck, okay, like, Terrence, Whoa. tell me your story. <laughs> yeah. Tell me your story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. big
1: fucking deal. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, TLDR, we both don't believe in the paranormal. <laughs> yes, TLDR. Uh, okay. Yeah. Come, okay, next cool.
0: question for, for next you. Next question. Well, from Quirky Sill. What is the most newsworthy incident
1: that has happened in your lives? Wah, newsworthy. Uh, I I guess the the deeper question I want to ask you is, when you say newsworthy, does it mean that it has already gone out in the news already? Yeah, Uh. because, no, I think maybe,
0: probably not. Because, okay, so, I mean, thankfully we have been in the news quite a bit over the years, right? So I'm guessing Mm. it is none of those, lah.
1: Mm, for Maybe. you, you, you wait, for yourself, you think?
0: No, for you also, la.
1: No, I thought for you it was like Subaru challenge. Fuck or you, lah! Yeah, I knew you were gonna say it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was no. not gonna be Manza. You said it, uh. You brought okay. it up, uh. okay. I didn't Everybody say
1: anything. <laughs> on no. your seatbelts. We have fifteen minutes of a Subaru <laughs> Subaru challenge story coming up.
0: It all started when I saw the ad calling <laughs> for, but no, 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 no. no, no. Newsworthy, well, yeah. Uh.
1: Well, yeah. That's that's not newsworthy, uh. that's not yeah.
0: newsworthy. I mean it did appear in the news, uh. like let's, let's, let's be yeah. honest. not
1: it wasn't worthy of being newsworthy. Yeah, it
0: was, okay? It was. <laughs> it was. It was. Don't belittle my my efforts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But most yeah, yeah. newsworthy yeah. incident that has happened in your lives. Most newsworthy.
1: What well, when you say something is newsworthy, right? Yeah. I think what 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 do you think that means? Uh?
0: I mean just something that people would want to read about la. people would want to
1: read people about people would want to read about or people so I guess it, yeah it, I think a lot of the positive positive stuff about what we do using comedy and all that is newsworthy right in that yeah sense yeah but not right?
0: boring la. why is it boring because I mean then people know already this is like ask me anything where people can understand us from a deeper perspective oh okay okay uh, so you're with, saying
1: let's, let's exclude all that, that, yeah, la, goody that the, stuff, yeah that one that okay, one is okay. just like blowing go, our own trumpets bro Go for it, go for it. I have, I have um, an answer. Um,
0: I, I, like one thing that comes to mind is that when I was in sec two, uh, I was uh, on a hockey trip, uh, for the the national age group team. So it was under fifteen team, and there were the kids from all the schools around. I we went to Seremban for a tournament, and it was at, at night at eleven thirty or something. We were all hungry, so we wanted to go get a ramly burger. So all twenty of us went down to walk. Along the streets of Seremban lah, then we were walking, walking. Then someone just said, "Hey, you know, uh, where you're going?" Uh, then my teammate said, Hey, "Jalan jalan." Then the guy was like, uh, "Jalan jalan," which is Malay for like you know, walking. Is it jalan jalan? Oh, jalan jalan! You get the fuck down! Then we were like, what the fuck happened? So in the end, he was uh, he and his partner were cops and un- under uh, undercover lah. and I mm. think he thought we were in a gang or something. So you have this. 20, group of 20, 14, 15 year old boys getting scolded by the police on our knees and all of us were fucking scared because we thought, oh shit, are we not going to go back to Singapore and all that. Then we were there for like an hour getting scolded, getting our pockets searched and all that. Then our coach had to be woken up in the middle of the night at about 2am. Um, then, yeah, then by like 4am we went back and we didn't go to the, the, the prison or jail or police station or anything. So... Mm. I mean, I can see how that maybe like, you know, a bunch of 20 Singaporean kids uh, going out at night, uh, getting stopped by the police. That's one thing that came to mind. La. That happened in
1: 1998, I think. How is that newsworthy? Like, why, why not? <laughs> why would anyone give a shit? It's like hey, it's like it any was... story of any group of kids going out and, and just getting... Like, no, Christian but you know when you got a group of Singaporean
0: kids in Malaysia, I can totally see that in the news. Oh, totally see it. You might no, not read no, the article. No, no you might just, not. It would not make no, the news. At all. It will be. Not it could news, be. If we went to the police station, it would have gone to the, the news. Okay, so basically.
1: Almost news. <laughs> you don't have anything that was actually in the news, like, right? Ah, uh, no, I don't have. Like. You, okay. you, Why Your story, you appear in the news, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, 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 that. I, I was briefly mentioned in the whole thing. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Then, then, yeah. then, then go on, Terrence. Mine was also about a group of students who. Who went on a field trip? Uh, oh. It was an Odek trip, la. Uh, And then uh, in Pulau Ubin, and uh, I mean, the long story short, there was a rafting accident that happened, mm. and uh, actually two of the students uh, passed away mm. during that, that field trip. So I was actually one of the students in that whole group, la. And, mm. and, and it was I mean it was newsworthy because it was a it was a very big deal uh, back then. It was front cover news and and reporters and. Uh, you know, policemen and and counselors, like month, uh, like a month of counseling sessions in school and everything. Mm. So it was a uh, yeah, it was was. I mean, it was newsworthy la, As ugly as an incident as it was, you know. That and is true then, Yeah. So that made me also realize that like, yeah, la, just being in the news so doesn't necessary, isn't necessary a cool fun thing or so. Right? Mm. Yeah. So okay, that la. is newsworthy lah, right? Okay
0: lah, that one, that one, I can't fight that lah, I can't fight that. La, I can't fight that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now my story sounds lame lah.
1: Go by, go McDonald's, <laughs> a bunch of kids go McDonald's. Eh, hey, not McDonald's, you go get a rumbley burger, okay? Oh, rumbley burger, badass. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they are like eating something, taking Rumbly drugs. Rumbley
0: burger at midnight, no. Midnight. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, so that means for like newsworthy. 20
1: plus years, nothing else newsworthy yeah. It's okay, it's okay. You, we, you always have Subaru Challenge. It's, Fuck you lah. It is no, the one, you know it is what? Really, the one, it's really the one, it is really the one conversational icebreaker that, that I think works That across, you like, keep on year. using.
0: I think you ascribe more value to the Subaru Challenge than me, <laughs> you know, even. I mean, you tell your friends even when I'm not there. Like, you know <laughs> oh, someone no, no, who no, went no, to no,
1: the Subaru no. Challenge. I, you, you know my thoughts about it Like, i like, only use it if I need to go toilet or something. <laughs> I'll just bring it up so that I have like 15 minute gap to go toilet. <laughs> Cause I know by the time I come back, you'll still be talking about oh, you know. And oh, then I, I can't... picked up my hand and it looked like a burger. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I know. I know all the the beats of the story. You know. <laughs> yeah,
0: I can't so I can wait till, out, have till a that phone
1: one. The one take a shit they come back and then oh okay you're still at the hamburger part. No,
0: okay, I can't yeah. wait till that one TV pitch of uh, uh, mine that I put together for a pitch actually gets greenlit and we have to do a whole fucking TV show about this <laughs> that you will executive produce with me and direct. I can't wait for that day, man. Can't wait for that day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Subaru Challenge is still a thing by then.
0: uh. (laughs) It'd be like a relic, uh, a relic that 20 years in the future will be studied. Yeah. Cool. Okay. (laughs) All right. Then the next question. Mm. Would you like to take this?
1: No, go for it. I I, I did two. You you can do two two at a time.
0: Okay. Uh, this is from traditional i 7913 Hi, just for fun, if Singapore org decides to close shop, which nationality would you take up? Uh, okay, there's a few questions, or uh, well, four questions. Maybe we just rapid fire through the, through the questions. So if Singapore yes. closes shop, which nationality would you take up? Wow. Yes. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, you... Wait are you reading The other questions first or? No no Like we go oh, question okay. by question
1: oh, Okay Which nationality
0: um, Would you take up UK
1: Which nationality Would I take up Yeah Wow uh, Don't know man I'll be a refugee first la.
0: Then don't Just don't deflect
1: The question la. Just
0: rapid fire dude. Rapid fire don't No think. but it's China is it You're gonna take China
1: no, no, definitely not China Definitely not China
0: I would say UK Just, just without doing much research I would say UK uh, Oh wait, wait no oh, Actually, maybe no, New UK Zealand is not, No, not What? Yeah. Say again?
1: New Zealand, maybe
0: uh, No, I, I yeah. wouldn't say UK Because UK is not going to be part of the Euro anymore uh-huh. The EU okay, yeah. 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 Screw that yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, uh, I've heard Portugal has has pretty good uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Offerings heard, for new citizens
1: I've heard Portugal I've heard uh, mm. Dutch Also, you know Netherlands. Uh, pretty, yeah, Netherlands pretty good for family and all that as well. Mm. Okay, I was yeah, I would say Portugal. Uh, Portugal. Yeah, point, actually, Portugal. I, I, yeah, you're right. I think actually it's very important to think about how the society views new citizens, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so even a place, as much as I love a place like Japan and all that, they, they're not very receptive to, you know, uh, non natural naturalized citizens, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so, so, I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's a place you want to move to. Uh. Yeah. yeah. So, final okay. answer? Yeah, if yeah. Which is what? Uh, yeah, Netherlands. New uh, yeah, I mean, oh. Portugal. Okay. Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah. Portugal. All right. Yeah. Second question. How do you explain Yalabad concept to an alien community such as the swarm community in Love Death Robots where they evolved to be the most efficient to survive? Ooh, I just finished Love Death Robots and the swarm community is basically, yeah, like, this alien race that has no emotion, has no uh, thing, but just based on logic and efficiency, like.
1: Okay, I I don't I didn't watch I didn't watch that. Yeah, but episode, but that
0: doesn't right? that's not relevant to the question, like. It's just oh, to aliens okay. or to aliens. To How aliens, do you explain? Okay, and I
1: think they're asking us. they were being asked why, in, in its most efficient terms, like why should Yalabad continue to exist, like, Right.
0: Ah, uh, sure. Yeah, can. Yeah. Uh, Yalla.
1: So, what's your quick fire response? Um,
0: I would say it is, uh, it is a. Uh it is a recorded conversation between two people who try to look at issues from every perspective possible for education and entertainment. Mm. Okay, mm. that's mine.
1: I think it, it teaches people to be more open-minded when talking about things. Mm. Uh yeah. Okay. I think that if, if I was begging for survival to the alien community, that's what I would probably pitch.
0: But then you never talk about the format and how it, how like you teaches people. It like, can be with one person standing on the corner of a street
1: teaching people, so. Can also lie, Yeah. So so you you want to keep. I I want. I am deliberately keeping a bit vague so they don't realize that it's just two people talking. Then they like, oh I okay. Think, tell me, tell us about your methods. You know. I think you'll get if, executed. When they have follow up questions, then you know, then you know you you've 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 nailed it. Uh. I think you'll get executed. So mm, it'll be on yeah. me to carry on the thing with the aliens. Okay. I think it's okay. <laughs> the aliens. Uh, yeah, maybe I will. That to if Singapore all close the shot, I'll go alien. Yeah. Go alien. Yeah. Okay, cool. But, yeah. Uh, but what? Not really. That's, that's the rapid fire answer. Okay, third question. Who do you think
0: is the most bad minister in Singapore? Hmm. Huh. I'm guessing, oh, so minister, not just member minister. of parliament, minister. So senior minister or state minister of state con- counted?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Considered, yeah. Who is the most? Nip part of the payroll. Uh, 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 uh. I mean, for me right now, only Dr. Janiel has been on the podcast minister and he understands the concept of the yala and the bud, right? Yeah. So so if you ask me who's the most yala bud, yeah, he's the most yala bud. Shout out to Dr. Janiel.
0: Yeah, I would say that as well. I am trying to think, I was thinking it's Tarman Yalabad. But But then Tarman. He's just a a solid politician. I don't know why he's a yalabad. And I would say, yeah, Janin also. Only because he's the only minister who has agreed to come on our podcast so far. So that in itself makes him a
1: yalabad minister. But And and, and he displays the level of self-awareness that was very surprising for me. Mm. when 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 I interacted with him. Having interacted with him and everything. And all the listeners, I think a lot of people have commented that listening to the episode just almost made him seem like, you know, humanize them la, yeah Yeah, and not like the insincere
0: self-awareness that you sometimes get when speaking to public thinkers uh. like you can tell yeah, yeah. okay it's just a front Um. Yeah. so yeah Dr. Janil man yeah okay lastly how do you maintain dialogue in your podcast without long silences and without awkward cringy questions and answers how uh, Terence
1: how I think the, the, the things that you you enjoy talking a lot like right I do, and yeah. So I sometimes I, I I'm I don't I'm not someone who has a lot to say, but sometimes by the time even when I formulate my idea, I still have to sit there and wait for you to finish your point before <laughs> yeah, I can even you. say anything. So there's almost no chance for there to be silence. You see, I have a lot of time to formulate my points. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was hoping that you give a more diplomatic answer. Basically, you made it oh. sound like I can't <laughs> shut up, and you have to punctuate my long monologues uh, from like just going on forever, la.
1: No, I remember you are the mercurial, the, the oh, yeah, mercurial, mercurial. Uh,
0: renter. Yeah, I was going to say like you know we we both have learned to be open-minded and as compassionate as possible, and we respect each other's opinions. You basically just mm. said I'm a motor mouth that can't shut up la. That's <laughs> that's that's how we go about without having long silences and without awkward and cringy questions and answers.
1: Yeah. no la, okay, 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 okay. If you want me to be a bit more, uh. Okay, to cut to to be a bit more sincere about it, lah. I guess mm. rather than just shitting yeah. on, on Haresh talking on that, exactly. I would say is that we we really try to really when when someone says they feel something or they think something, we really try to break it down, lah. Mm. What exactly is it you feel? How does it relate to something you felt in the past? You know, why is it why is it that you feel like that? Why do you what? How do you think your family feel if they know that you feel like that? How do you think your whatever you feel if they know you feel like that? So so it just makes your, know, when you say that I feel something, it just makes it so much more relatable for everyone, right? You know? Mm. Mm. And I think that's that's the essence of conversation, right? to really dig deep and understand what these feelings are from. Because, cause, you know, I I was just in a dinner, having dinner with some uh, friends yesterday, and, and they all, you know, all educated, uh, highly educated professionals, everything, some lawyers, and things like that. And, and there's a lot of uh, conversation going on, but, uh very little like you know, that follow up question about like why do you feel like that, you know? Mm. Or why do you think like that, la? A lot of uh, smart answers about about things but they never ask deeper about why people are feeling like this. La. And mm. and I think that's the that's the, the the difference between how I hear a lot of conversations outside and what we are doing here in Yallaba Sola. Well, yeah. I think,
0: mm. I think because when we started this podcast, we were very intentional about, okay, let's just try and think about things from a different perspective, which mm. means that by, need, by by agreeing to do that format, we already know that, okay, we want to hear counter perspectives, um, even if we don't agree with it. And I would mm. say when we started this podcast, I think even I was maybe not as open-minded in my non-podcast conversations. But mm. by doing mm. this, it has made me more open-minded. Um, mm. And I think then it feeds off itself. La, because in this case, if we were doing this podcast and I totally disagree with you and I try and cut you off, then mm. I would be hurting the podcast. Which exactly. to me, I'm like, yeah, eh, no, I cannot. Like We started this with a perspective, uh, with an intention. We need to stick to it. But yeah, then I then I realized, oh shit, there's actually some benefit to really listening in actual uh, real life. Uh.
1: Yeah. And not always expecting there to be a winner and a loser in a conversation, right? Yeah in a yeah. debate or anything, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I've I've been part of debates also where where, you know, one side just wants to win, doesn't want to listen to mm. the other's points. And a lot of times they're just they're just arguing in parallel, lah, you know. And it, it's, it's it's after a while it's very it's very tiresome, lah.
0: Yeah. And and I think one thing just to build on what you said earlier about the deeper questions. Uh, I think one thing from doing this podcast, from doing folklory, from doing stuff like a writer's room where we are with people and we want people to kind of be open is that if you share a bit about yourself that is like kind of vulnerable and just put yourself out there, it makes it so much easier for the other person to do it. And sometimes it's almost like a, like a light like, like a hack to conversations. If you want to build rapport with someone, just share a bit about yourself. Mm-hmm. like uh, something something personal. And I guarantee you more often than not the other person will be more willing to chat and then again it just feeds off itself. uh.
1: Yeah. But personal doesn't mean dick pics or anything like that.
0: Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. (laughs) It's more like the personal stories. Uh, Yeah. It's like don't don't (laughs) fucking take this oh this people from Galabud told me to be personal okay here's my dick pic. Don't. (laughs) Don't do that. Especially if you're in conversation with someone you haven't met no dick pics please. (laughs) No blow out your phone and something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let me show you something. (laughs) personal stories and not stories about your dick okay yeah just just personal stories that make you feel vulnerable yes cool okay and uh the the comment ends off with thank you and appreciate for providing informative entertainment through your podcast and other media you're most
1: welcome man cool yeah seven days ago yeah what's the most annoying trait you dislike (laughs) of each other Mm. okay I mean, it's sort of, I guess, I'll just read it out since it's related. How do you maintain being friends and yet, you know, colleagues, business part, business partners at the same time? Because some people know better than the work, mix work and relationship because of the, of the damage it could do to either or both. How do you guys make it work? Mm. Yes, so mm, mm, mm. Karesh, the floor is yours. The most annoying question. No, treat, you, you go first. Like, you ask the question, you answer first. La. I asked the question, I answered. That makes zero sense. I asked no. the question, you should answer. You read the question. So <laughs> yeah, I read the question you should answer. answer, so you should answer Why are you so scared? Why are you so scared? I'm not scared, I just I'm just letting you have the floor this first.
0: Uh okay, so question one, the most annoying trait. Uh I would say that you you like sometimes Terence can hold on to his opinions very strongly. Uh and it's not just when it comes to conversations, it's like, you know, like uh new apps or new mm. new new platforms or new kind of um like like suggestions to do things a bit differently. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But but uh yeah, so that's one thing that sometimes I feel like oh yeah, Terence, just just trust me on this. Uh, so it always mm. takes quite a bit of work. Not always, like, Quite sometimes or uh, sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Okay. Yeah. My turn. Just
1: oh, okay. My turn. Uh. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. I think it's the the anxiety in uh inducive nature of how you you you're very about about like knowing when everything is where everyone is and. And everything is, what what's happening at every time. <laughs> Especially when we have like a meeting coming up or something. Uh. Everyone's sort of on the way there. And then you get there like a little early. Then you just start to overshare. Hey, I'm here already. What's your ETA? Then, you know, I'm going to sit here and then blah, 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 blah. I'm going to blah, blah, And other people are like still on their way there and, and maybe fighting through traffic or, you know, getting very anxious about things because you're like texting so much. Hey, do you want to eat? Do you, have, you want anything like kopi? Or blah, blah, blah. You know, that kind of thing. Huh? So ah. it, it's a it's just a little, uh, tr- it's a it's a trait lah. You know, so I, I it's annoying lah, but it's not it's not terrible or anything la. It's just annoying because mm. it, it just adds to more anxiety when when people are like tr- really trying to like you know get get to a place on time and everything mm, uh, mm, mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think I think the the interesting thing is we have both
1: shared that about
0: each other in other conversations. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I know you find that annoying about me and I think you know that I find what I said about you uh that I find that annoying also. La. Yeah, 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 correct, correct. So which is a good segue for the next question about how we still can work together and be friends and business partners.
1: Hmm. Yeah. That's a actually that's a, a tough one. That one's a it's a very I think it's a deserves a long answer mm. that could take more than just like a quick answer on the podcast, like right. Mm. Uh, but I mean, maybe if I had to do TLDR version, it's it's uh, it's it's you know when when you are friends also, uh the the good things you know you kind of like uh you need to watch out for each other also for mm. each other's backs la. you know mm-hmm. yeah uh so in in general, sometimes you 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 your gut can tell you whether something you are doing is. Is uh is something that a friend would do, or it's not something that a friend would do? So like right, mm. you know, and 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 uh, a lot of times that gut has also helped me realize. Hey, some people they're really they're really just out here to exploit you as a as someone that they work with or what lah. They're not interested to be your friend or anything, or oh. mm. You know, so so uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a uh, I don't know. I guess over time you sort of understand. Okay, some somebody has the. Uh, his uh so so-called moral bearings are there and and then you then you learn to trust and everything as well right
0: mm, mm. yeah i think I think that's definitely the case for me also i think uh I, the the context is when we first started working together right, um we were not super close friends
1: mm yep. right
0: we yep, knew yep. of each other we used to meet up every once in a while, but you were not someone that I would just oh call if I got some issue or something like. Mm. Um, I think, mm. I think, I don't know it, it would be different maybe if we were best friends, then we started working together. Yeah So I think that was one thing that starting off like okay, we we became very close friends after working together and I think mm. that mm-hmm. that does play a part because um, mm. it almost started, okay, we were more like we, we, were, we were definitely friends, but it mm. was more okay. We both uh, were jumping into this head first. We knew what we needed to do and it was work first. And then through that came the friendship, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and I think over time also, yeah, like the, the the same like what you said. I think just seeing the the core values that are aligned, and even though we disagree on a lot of things, uh, yeah. I think there is a lot of trust that has been built up over the years, lah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and I think yeah, but but even then, I can imagine people still having a lot of issues. Um, I think. Like one thing I do feel is that we are, we are we're quite honest with each other about mm. about things like and how we want to do things, and I don't think there's ever ever a time where one of us just goes uh and goes off a tangent and takes an entirely different direction on their own la yeah right I think it's so. always like we check in with each other a lot la
1: yeah yeah of course I think the understanding also is that anything um. Yeah, any any anybody with, with like uh, trying to run run a business and having to work actually work with people and all, mm. you 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 need to eventually have to build up a so-called brain trust as well, like right, mm-hmm. a, 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 a core group of people that you trust that you that you will run every decision by and all that right. Yeah. So so it, I mean it, when you get to that point, then you. It's 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 a it's a very rare thing lah, and you, mm. it's it's important to just keep keep at it and and see any any blind spots or fault lines or anything, la. yeah yeah. So yeah, so, so I it's, mean, like, I mean, it's a constant process lah. There's no magic bullet answer to to this question, but it's a it's a lot of work as well, la, right? Yeah, it is, it is, yeah. and and I think
0: like one thing is also help is like having like my fiance actually kind of like there are times you know when I'm damn pissed off with you, but then. Uh, she tells me like, why are you, why are you pissed off? And then she mm. knocks some sense into my head, lah. La. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so Sorry. you have her to thank also,
1: Terence. <laughs> <laughs> of course. If of not, you'll be receiving a lot more messages from me. <laughs> <laughs> now, as you a you quarrel, you your fiance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, la, We've been working together like
0: uh, quite well, almost. Eleven years since the day we started MOF, but about mm, eight years yeah. since we went at full time. Oh, that's fucking yeah, yeah,
1: long, yeah. man. That's very long, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> but yeah. But yeah, it's been Yeah, I mean it's not not easy. It's like yeah. there's no there's no magic bullet answer. La. It's really uh uh so, so I really respect those those, you know, those people, bigger groups that have managed to make it make it work. I, I'm talking about bigger groups, even when you see or like Imagine your, your favorite bands and everything staying together, mm. you know, into their 40s, 50s, touring together and doing, you know, living together in a, in a, in a tour bus and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It, it, it takes something, it takes sacrifice, it takes compromise, it takes a lot of communication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's definitely possible. It's, it's definitely, definitely possible, possible. yeah. No, okay. That was a good question, man. Good question. Cool. You, yeah. uh, next one is, but then how? Mm. Uh, congrats guys 300 episodes Thanks for filling up 300 hours And more of my life Three questions for me What is your ultimate One show thing You'd like to call out From your life in general Not for the week Not for the year But for the entirety Of your life mm. Number two Who is the ultimate guest You'd like to have your, On your show Dead or alive Number three If your children Ever want to do Their own podcast What would you think of that Would you feel happy Or would you discourage them Wow Okay So one by one Sure
0: uh, what is your ultimate One-shot thing You'd like to call out From your life in general Not for the week Not the year But for the entirety Of your life mm. Wow One-shot thing Ooh, What is one-shot thing
1: do, do you have an answer? Uh I mean Okay I assume that You're not talking about like Saying that your are Your fiancé Or, yeah, or yeah, Your kid or yeah, yeah. Anything like that yeah, yeah Uh one shot thing, uh, ultimate mm. one shock thing. The Woo. one experience uh, that we would recommend everyone to try at least, like if they can, once in their lives, at least, like right. Yeah. Um. Uh, I I would say skydiving. I think skydiving is is uh one shock thing that that mm. that not not a lot of people uh, actually end up trying. But it's uh it's, it's fun uh, it's fun. And then it's there's something very um, uh, uh very liberating about about the whole experience. Uh. Mm, yeah. Very, okay. very it almost feels like meditation when uh, you're when you, you finished with it. Yeah. A bit cliche, but you know, I, I I excluded all the all the emotional stuff like fatherhood and all that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah.
0: I would say yeah, if I'm thinking about it as an experience, I would say <clears throat> traveling. Alone to a country where you don't speak the language, without any plans, you just buy a ticket and show up there for one week, and then figure it out. Mm. Yeah, I think I think that is something everybody should try. Of course, like there are safety concerns and whatnot, but uh, I think everybody should try that. But you should not speak the language. You should know nobody and should make no plans beforehand. Mm,
1: mm, mm. Yeah, that would you'll be bring, one. You bring, you bring protection what kind of protection I, I mean just general like your your knives and everything la, protection la. La. i mean okay pen knife <laughs> all can. La. pen knife all oh, can. okay okay yeah, yeah yeah but
0: but yeah, okay. I think that would be that'd be that would be cool
1: okay um okay, the second oh. question is ultimate guest you'd like to have on your show dead or alive
0: oh. mm Mm-mm. Oh, ultimate who have I
1: had oh I would say uh Larry David Uh okay. I mean yeah I was I was I was probably gonna say I was gonna say probably uh Ricky Gervais, lah, if, if Ricky Gervais. But Larry David would be amazing lah, actually. Yeah. Larry, Larry David would be more interesting because he's such a recluser. Yeah. yeah. He's he's the co creator of Seinfeld,
0: yeah. the creator of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And just a yeah. uh,
1: genius, la. Genius. Okay. Awesome. We have a combined answer, Larry David. Yeah, Larry David. Man. Yeah. Uh, and okay, if yeah. your children ever want to do their own podcast, what would you think of that? Would you feel happy or would you discourage them? You know what's what's your what's your answer given that you have a child? No, sure, man. Of course, of course. I mean, go for it, man. Like and 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 make sure you, you know, uh, keep doing it. Get to three hundred episodes. Don't mm. don't give up halfway. You know. And, yeah. and and find your own voice, huh? yeah. Yeah. I would say
0: for me also, if they want to do it, yeah, you do it, but you 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 give it a good shot. Lah. Don't just yeah.
1: do one, then come up come back after three months, do another one. No,
0: man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah just yeah. do it. Just do it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay, for you to read again. Okay. Crispy
0: Gauntlet. Yalabad will be at episode three hundred when this gets answered. But if we include the top five episodes of the mushroom, wouldn't it be technically three zero five now? Um there are two more, but I'll just address that first. Yeah, it will be technically 305, but that was a different kind of show. That was the first iteration of our podcast. It was guest-centric. Um, for, for, for us, Yalabad is its own entity. It's its own baby of ours. Um, and yeah, so it will be episode 300. Um, okay, then, by the way, episode 1 of The Mushroom is a roller coaster ride. Fucker Faz was hilarious in there. Terrence was a lot less chatty as compared to now... Harish just being Harish. Topic jumped from B. United to Verpet to the Harish hallucinating <laughs> during the Subaru challenge. Can we get an episode of Anything Ghost <laughs> like this? I again? Come me. <laughs> On a slow news week. Please explain what's Verpet again so that the innocent, innocent listeners won't get p- m- marked by FBI for searching that term online. Wow. Um, I mean,. For those of you who maybe have not listened to it, it was our first attempt at doing a podcast with Fakafaz as our first guest. It was two hours and 32 minutes long, I believe. And it was really, there was no structure. It was just a free for all. It was super fun. Um, but uh, I think, I mean, we've actually kind of done that with uh with guests before. um, mm. But... But yeah, I mean, if it, if it makes sense to bring bring a guest and end up doing it, yeah, I wouldn't be averse to it Because like. that one was really we were just talking about all bunch of shit like.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think we were just going for, uh, as I mean, we were trying to to clock like you know, I don't know, two three hours whatever. But but since then we 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 realized the sweet spot is about an hour to hour and a half max. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we also don't want to go too long because. People gonna tune out after a while. But but how do you feel about them saying you were a lot less chatty than you were now? No, I mean, uh, in any conversation where there's, where there's uh, more than two people, you yeah. know, one person is gonna be speaking less right? And uh, and Faz Faz is a uh, you know he's a big presence in the room. Harish is like uh, he's like he, he I think at a point, you also were like uh very like always oh, you knew Faz quite well by then already right? As well, mm, so. So a lot of times uh, they were just riffing off each other and just they, they were doing the whole improv thing of yes and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, a, a lot of the times on Yala, but I'm the uh, no but, you know, <laughs> that, that, that personality. <laughs> la. So when there's two people going yes and blah, 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 it's it's kind of like I didn't want to be merely be a downer and then like, okay, okay, no, no, no. Let's talk about that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. So it's a different format, la, different format. So I think... um. My, my my way of uh, speaking or answering uh, asking certain questions probably it was less less suitable for that format as it is for the current format we have. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Cool. Um, and then the the just Google it.
0: Don't be afraid. The FBI search no problem. Yeah. Don't worry. Verpad. V I R P E D. Go Google it now. Yeah, Verped. Verped. <laughs> Yeah, and then the yeah. third point, only if it's possible, can I get a shout out from my army friend Carlos? Discovered that he's also a fellow Yellow Butter during reservist. So I mean, since it's on our AMA, uh sure. Sh- shout out to Carlos. But yeah, I mean hey Carlos. Yeah, my main question is Carlos, like a Singaporean called Carlos. Mm. Wow. Mm. Uh, to, uh, today also I met someone uh, uh, like the army with an interesting name. Uh, I guess maybe maybe now the names of NS men or army folk of the newer generation are all a lot more diverse. Huh? It's probably all um the Carlos. parents were
1: from that Roberto Carlos. Oh, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why they're all coming out now. The Ronaldo's and the Carlos, Ronald- oh, oh, yeah. Can you imagine oh. it? Army, your
0: outfit like, hey Carlos, pass pass me the um the like the what was the thing you used to dig <laughs> the trench. <laughs> <laughs> Chanko Chunkol, yeah, yeah. Hey Orishans how Carlos? Carlos, Pauline Carlos. Well, obviously
1: someone hasn't been out, out <laughs> outdoors for a while.
0: Eh. No, I haven't been to reservist for a while. Yeah,
1: You've been outdoors, but not to reservist.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, yeah. cool. Okay. Cool, then cool, the cool. next next question uh, from Sudin. Oh, I uh, it was just a response uh, Sudin yeah. saying uh, they enjoyed our mushroom episodes. Majority of listeners today know them from the Bar format though especially after the elections hence the nat- natural evolution to the format that has worked for them. Yes, mm. couldn't have said it better myself. Um, mm-hmm. okay, I'll, I'll just do the second question sure. from Big Sloth Boy. Was there a point in time when you thought the podcast wasn't going to be a success and if so, what made you guys keep going?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, if you still haven't done it, like check out, listen to our first episode and just Listen to how tentative we were, yeah, <laughs> how many times we kept apologizing for like, "Oh, we're not very yeah, we're new to this format, we're not very sure about it, all that." Mm. Even when I listen to it today, I'm like, "Wow, this, this is so funny," you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so we 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 were never guaranteed of its success
0: either. La. Yeah. Yeah. So there there were definitely points in time because we started off; it was a slow growth, and the numbers back then were kind of shit, and. I think it took us a long time, maybe only till like before the elections or something where we realized, oh shit, uh, there might be something here. Um, yeah. But but what kept us going, um, I think just based on our attempts at like YouTube and uh, then Facebook videos and TV shows, uh, first of all, to get to, it's important to just keep uh putting stuff out because uh, it will take a while before you will get your first hit like it happened to us with YouTube Mm. it happened Mm. to us with a TV show Um, and then the thing is the second thing was also like um, you want to give it your all and just give it the Mm. best shot possible before you call it quits yeah
1: and uh, but I also want to shout out to I think there were always every time we felt like oh is it really worth doing There, there was there always be like one or two DMs that would come in saying that, hey, you know, this is really awesome. I've I, I started to get my husband or my wife to also listen to it and all that. And so then bit by bit, the word of mouth spread and it, it kept us realizing that, hey, some people are really finding real value and worth in whatever we're doing, like, you know. Mm. So it, it's, it's that that encouragement kind of just keeps you going. Like, even, if, even doing a podcast just helps you get one more subscriber or one more listener. Uh, you know, to me, it's that's, that's almost worth it already. Yeah. yeah, that's actually very true because I know right from the start, we always
0: used to be in awe of the messages we got because that was something that we never used to get on YouTube and Facebook. I mean, we would get a lot of comments but when people talk about how they were impacted positively by the podcast, it really felt like, oh shit, uh, yeah, even if they're impacting a handful of people like this, it is it is really something great. Lah. So, so, I guess yeah. a huge shout out to anyone who has ever messaged us because it may have been at a time when we were thinking, what the fuck are we doing, man?
1: Yeah, yeah, correct. And, and yeah. What, what, what Harish means, I think is like when people are telling us like, oh, you know, I listened to your podcast with my dad when when he was having a, a stay in the hospital or, you know, when I was having a really bad day at work and I just came home and I was just listening to a podcast and it made me laugh and that was the best thing. You know, just little stories like that of all even people saying like, oh, you know, I'm in Australia, I'm so homesick. When I listen to you guys and I then I realize, oh, actually, what this is what people in Singapore are thinking and talking about. It makes me feel more at home. That's the kind of story. That's the kind of uh, messages mm. that, that really like, you know, warm the the loins of our, uh, the, the, what do you call it? The cockles of our hearts. Uh. Yeah, the warm the loins. Eh? Whoa, <laughs> what kind of messages you getting, bro? <laughs> no, no, the cockles. Sorry, the cockles, what sorry, what the cockles of our hearts. I was thinking the wrong, of the wrong place. Uh. My heart was in the wrong really? place. Sorry.
0: Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's true. Even from personal friends uh, of ours who message us, yeah, man, like, it really meant a lot. Like, it really meant
1: a fuck lot. Yeah,
0: yep. yeah. So that helped a lot. Mm. Um, yeah, on to you, man.
1: All right. <clears throat> wow, relevant. Uh, explore with June. As a monotone person myself, <laughs> I would like to ask these questions <laughs> for Terrence specifically. Mm. Number one, as a monotone person, when do you realize you're monotone and were there days that you did not <laughs> feel like talking? <laughs> Did your wife fe- find any issue with your voice during the early dating phase? And did you have a hard time making friends? Number three, do you prefer to text rather than call because of your voice? Number four, do you try any speech classes to change the way you talk? Then, question for Harish. One, do you think Terrence's voice was weird when you got to know him, but eventually got used to it? Apologies if the questions are sensitive, but as a monotone person myself, I'm just curious. Mm. Okay, Harish, this time we are helping out somebody. Um, you know who, who is probably uh, I I'm 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 guessing you're you're younger, mm. and then I and then we are and maybe you have struggling with some issues about your voice that right well, yeah when you say monotone la. but what what do you think can can you explain what the, does monotone mean Because for me yeah. I don't sound monotone in my head la. Yeah. but to other people I do that like, right.
0: So so I mean just to to give some context about why I was giggling um it was more it bully. No, no, because I, I, I really want to hear Terence's thoughts on the questions because I think they are great questions. No, they're um, very good so, questions, yeah. Yeah, so I was more giggling at what Terence is going to say because I can totally yeah. imagine uh, how people, I mean, yeah, would who resonate with this question. Correct, uh, correct, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, because because I mean like as much as I love talking a lot, I was never someone who used to talk a lot when I was younger. So there were times when I would look <laughs> at people talking a lot. And I'm like, hey, how the fuck they do that, huh? Uh yeah. yeah. But 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 you you're saying I answer my question first. Uh
1: or what can, do you want me to do No, I mean um yeah maybe answer first though. Because I, I think when monotone uh oh, it's, it's different from saying just saying that someone has a deep voice or so like, right. Yeah. Oh you're asking yeah. me what I understand as a monotone voice. Yeah. yeah. Um
0: I think I think for for monotone voice, let's say for someone like uh Terrence, his his highs uh, are not that high and his lows are not that low in the sense that uh, like you know he doesn't go like oh my god or yeah. just stuff like that or he doesn't go like uh, you know just like that, that kind of very heavy emotional thing so he still has that emotional difference but like it's not that extreme so that's how yeah. I would classify monotone
1: mm, mm, mm. And, and it kind of reflects with my with my personality also yeah like. yeah correct correct it doesn't fluctuate as much yeah. Or a lot of inertia. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of inertia yeah, in, my, inertia, in yeah. my. In my in my yeah, in my uh you know, before I get kanchong about things, there's mm. a lot of inertia or before I, you know, stop like making a fuss about things, there's a lot of inertia. Yeah. Both ways. Uh, yeah. But I think I think he's asking very much a very uh uh almost aesthetically, how 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 having a monotone voice affects you in your life. Mm. Uh, and I, I mean, like the 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 it, it sucks, up uh, because uh, your voice is something that you you can't. There's not much you can do. Uh, you're just born with it, right? Mm. And 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 I mean, you can you definitely can take classes and and all to get to get better at it, But if you have a voice like mine, which is halfway between nasal and halfway between deep, like you know, uh, it's it's then then you're you're kind of like uh, you're stuck with it already, uh, I mean. There's only that much lipstick you can put on a pig, right? It's still a pig, right? Mm. Um, the, and I, I think the the difficulties I had with monotone is that uh, it's very hard. Sometimes people cannot, if you don't speak loudly at people, they don't understand. They, they can't make out what you're saying. Mm. Um, so you actually need to, to, to force yourself to enunciate or be very animated deliberately just so for people to to understand what you're saying, uh, you know? Mm. Um whereas like I think um there are there are people with really beautiful voices like the uh I mean harsh voices is not bad, uh, right? Like the, there's a it's very crisp, it's very clear. And 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 I mean the singers and, and you know, some lawyers that we even know and things like that, they they all have very good voices. are uh, very clear, very clarity of speech and, and tone and everything. Uh the problem with being monotone is that sometimes you, you tell a joke and people don't even know you're telling a joke because just of the way you deliver it just sounds so deadpan, you know? Mm. Compared to 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 uh, say Harris telling a joke Because uh. when when Harish is excited, you know he's excited, uh. Yeah. It's got mm. this like there's this like uh there's this pitch to it, uh, right? Mm. But for yeah. me when I'm excited, it almost sounds so very similar to like when I'm when I'm dead tired or so, lah. Uh. So so uh it's 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 a tough one to to live with. But okay. I haven't I haven't really answered the question yet. Mm. As a model, when did I realize I was monotone? Uh I think somewhere probably in my teens that I realized, oh shit, my voice is like it's it's like this. I'm never gonna be a singer or anything like that. Like maybe I'll be like the bass guy in the a cappella group, that's it. Uh well, that days so I didn't feel like talking. Um No, no. I I think once you 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 realize that's just part of who you are. Then then yeah like maybe uh it's you you kind of learn to live with it also uh. um, mm. Did did your wife find any issue with your voice in your early dating phase? Um, I mean, she thought it was my voice was was like always booming, but that's because I have to. I made an effort to speak loudly, to 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 enunciate more loudly so that she can really understand everything I was saying. uh And did I have a hard time making friends? Yes, I had a hard time making friends when I was younger. But that had nothing to do with my voice, I think. It's (laughs) to do with confidence and everything else. That's a whole other conversation, right? Yeah. And uh, do I prefer to text rather than call because of my voice? Um, I prefer to text rather than call, but not because of my voice. Uh, In fact, my voice actually helps me out uh, during calls because I... Because it, 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 it sounds more scary and serious when, when I'm on mm. the phone, you know? Mm. so, so the, But I prefer the text just because it's... uh, I just don't like having to to have so much, like, confrontation straight away, you know, if mm. I'm arguing some someone about something. And do you try any speech classes to change the way you talk? Uh, No, not yet, not yet. But yeah. Mm. And then, okay, Harish, your question. Do you think his voice was weird and got to know him but eventually got used to it?
0: actually no way.
1: like I it
0: never it was never something that struck me off the bat as being monotonous or anything um, I think I think that's why like um, to, to the person who asked this question I think maybe uh, yeah I, I'm, not, I'm not so sure how old you are or anything but I can imagine when you're younger this might seem like an issue but what what I've come to notice as, as you grow up is that um. I mean, I I hope you don't think you have to change the way you talk, uh, mm. because there is there is something that like sometimes I think my my voice is like too like uh, extreme also. So I don't I don't think there's a right way of talking, and I think it's more about what you say with your voice. Like, and I really mean it. Like, it was only when mm. we recorded the podcast, and then some people mentioned that I thought, oh okay la, Terrence... Terence. Uh his voice, his mannerisms and all is is different to mine. Um, mm-hmm. But
1: then we made it part of the the dynamic. La. But, I but, think here's a, but here's a yeah. follow-up, right? Uh, yeah. I mean I'm sure as an actor there are certain vocal uh exercises you do before you mm. start you start your day acting or whatever that, mm. that you know help to activate the not activate la but loosen the you know, your, your, the muscles in your mouth a bit so that, you know, mm. it's easier for you to hit certain words and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Is there anything that you do in particular? Um,
0: I, I, I think
1: previously when I had some big acting
0: roles I used to, I can't remember what I used to say, but also for as an actor, you kind of need to be able to have that, that range because you're acting, right? Um, but some actors off the set, they actually sound quite monotonous. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure, sure like if you Terrence had to act as someone who has more range or more fluctuations in your voice, you can, but it's just mm. not your natural thing. Yeah. So so I would say it's more important, yeah, that you enunciate well. And like like what Terrence said is true. Sometimes on different calls, we take like we swap roles being the aggressor and the friendly person. Yeah. Um and I can say that when Terrence plays the aggressor, his voice does help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His voice it does, does yeah. help. It does help. Um. So, yeah. so I think even if you have a monotonous voice, there, like, it's still, ju- yeah, just, just, em- embrace it, like And if people don't friend you because you are monotonous, then fuck them, lah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So fuck them. <laughs> yeah, fuck them, and, man. Fuck them. So fuck I mean, I- I- if you're looking for like because uh, a lot of your questions I think uh, actually point to more more confidence issues la. and I, I, I'm not ashamed to admit la, you know that, that you know these things can you can be trained and can be taught and then one, one like for example one resource that I've pointed out a lot of times on our podcast is, is the YouTube channel Charisma and Command mm. they make a lot of videos about oh what if you are this kind of person how do you command attention oh what if you are an introvert how do you speak in a room of people and they give you very little little tips that actually are very very good tips uh, i've I found to to you know be be uh, have a more commanding presence uh be less self conscious about your 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 voice or your face or anything and and yeah just go check them out and and and, and you you really see there's a lot for you of resources out there
0: mm, mm. cool yeah but yeah but yeah cool. Rune. Don't force yourself to be non-monotonous, man.
1: <laughs> monotony for the win. Yeah, <laughs> mon- monotony for the win. Yeah. Cool. All right, the next okay. question. Yeah. Stotty returns. Mm. Stoti returns. Yeah. I think I'm listening. Oh, okay. I th- this is a I think it's a general comment, mm. and uh, also but also asking for us to address something mm. Um, this Stoty returns says I've listened to you guys enough to trust your intentions and characters. I think the topics of NFT is definitely worth a discussion uh, given the NFTs and cryptos overall impact on society. Having said that the vast majority of NFT projects are outright scams Uh, I'm a little concerned that entire podcast on NFT might legitimize it more than the topic deserves. Um, You know I've had a brief encounter with Andy Chen in the past and, and I also accept that he's of sound character and he truly believes in what he says but I was able to immediately pick out some errors regarding his intel on stablecoin, for example. So to be fair, you've asked some challenging questions, but I think the big elephant in the room is the devastating impact uh, the NFT industry is having on climate change and energy supply. So still no noticeable societal benefit. Uh, So is trying to ask us, maybe you guys can further explain why you feel NFT deserves a show on its own. Because NFTs have... uh, taking over ICOs as the scamiest edge on the blockchain industry. Why not talk about crypto as a whole if you have to explore this area? Mm. And Tiramisu Macha agrees with Storkey returns and, and and wants to understand why we ventured into this NFTs with Bubble Tea podcast. Mm,
0: mm, mm, mm. That's a good question.
1: Heavy, heavy, heavy. Yeah, um,
0: I mean, I mean, I would say the reason why we started the NFT podcast is because there are so many scams out there. There's so much hype. There's so much froth that is bubbling up without merit. Um, that we just wanted to understand it better, um, so that we can tell or at least have a, a more informed opinion on it, Um And and I think like the, the reason why also like I for me personally I wanted to focus on NFT rather than crypto has a or blockchain in general is because I do believe in the philosophy of NFTs uh, as a way that could impact the creative industry especially. Um, I think we are not there yet at all, but I do see it more relevant than, than the other cryptocurrencies and all that. So that's where there was a general interest. We met someone who is kind of in the industry and we thought, oh shit, we are trying to read up and study this on our own. So there might be other people who might be wanting the info. Uh, but all the resources we found immediately went zero to hundred so we just wanted to bridge that gap. La.
1: yeah yeah but what about you and, um i mean I, I i'm really coming from a a really like i have zero position in crypto nfts and and everything mm. so I'm really coming from that the angle of like really trying to understand it and um you know it, it's it's uh but it's also understanding like that um there was some synergy in how Andy and, and we were, were, the vibe like, on our podcast and everything. We felt like, hey, there's something more there that we can do also. So we thought, okay, this is an interesting topic for us to talk about. Like, I mean, the blockchain technology does seem to have uh, bear some benefits for, for the creative industry in the future. I agree also, there's a lot of Scams out there, and a lot of them are mm. being exposed as we speak, la, right? Mm-hmm. So, but but that doesn't mean that you you know you avoid the topic and don't talk about it uh, or, uh, entirely, like right? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, again, you know, my my interest in it is is purely academic at this point, mm. uh, and and uh, yeah, I I that that's the thing, like I mean, that we are also trying to like you know as of now we're try, we're trying to ascertain is there any societal benefit, la, of mm-hmm. NFTs. Uh, and you know, maybe at the end of it, we'll record three hundred episodes and say, "Guys, don't invest in NFTs; they're terrible." Yeah. This right? whole show is a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> we spent three hundred episodes talking about this shit that we're telling you, yeah, get off it now, you know. And yeah. but then, to me, still win, you know. We've all, we've all, That means we've gone a process and we've understood it better already, lah, Right? Yeah. So, I mean, just certain things that I wanted
0: to address. Also, one thing was that starting an entire podcast on NFT might legitimize it more than the topic deserves. So I would actually say that that that's kind of the reason why we wanted to start a show on, on NFT is to find out why everyone is saying that it is going to save the creative industry and all. And I think starting a show, whether it legitimizes it or not, like it really is an exploration. So mm. uh, I, I think I, I would kind of push back on that statement a bit. Um, yeah. The thing about the the devastating impact this industry has on climate change and energy supply, yes. But um, to, to say broadly there's no noticeable societal benefit. Um, I think a lot of the technologies that we use this day and age as part of our daily lives started off also with people thinking, oh, is this a fad? is this a what is the benefit? Uh, and I think the internet itself went through that at the start. like, mm. like people were saying why do we need a website? It's gonna be here like a fucking few days and blah. Uh, but it's it just like it was a it was, the start of of something like the next wave of technology and I do feel like okay this feels like there's momentum there's there's the technology behind it why not explore it la? so I wouldn't say there's no noticeable societal benefit maybe not yet but that's what we want to discover man and I think uh, like what and- Terence said uh, like, if we do a bunch of episodes and we realize oh fuck
1: yeah we are not going to be touching any of this that is a win la. yeah and uh, when we say societal benefit, we also wanna think of what society like right mm. for that there are society. we know that there are societies out there for whom currency fluctuation is so scary that they rather put money in crypto mm. and anything and use crypto for the for the transactions uh, than anything else yeah so so it depends on what society you're also thinking about like yeah I mean, obviously you know the western u s society or you know would have a certain opinion but you know, someone in Argentina might think differently, lah, right?
0: Yeah. And and if people listen to the podcast and and they are able to make a more educated guess saying that, oh, I want to have nothing to do with NFTs, that's still a good thing, man. Yeah. That's still a good thing. So yeah, so so I mean we we are gonna keep it is still an experiment. Whether it turns yeah. into a thrice weekly podcast or not, we have no idea la. Yeah. Yeah, it's experimenting. Yeah. La.
1: Yeah, I mean we're watching the whole the whole the whole thing, the bloodbath blood that's right going on right yeah, now. And we're also trying to understand like what, what, what is going on, like, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Correct, and correct. isn't that process of understanding it also, isn't that helpful for everyone too, you know?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, and, and the, the last thing you said, you know, like you could already pick out some errors regarding Andy's Intel on stable coins. That's great. Then just hmm. like, like uh, if you want to share, share with us your thoughts on this Reddit and all, totally fine. Like we... We want feedback. We want people to educate us if possible. So if you feel that, just message us, man. And school us, please. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right, your turn. My turn. Okay, the next one from Wales and do Wales and other stuff. Can't believe Mm. I've been listening to more than three hours of this, 300 hours of this. It's essentially part of my weekly schedule now. I'm true Yalabad spirit I am now, I now am unapologetic when I use Harish and Terence's views in my everyday arguments. Fuck yeah. Okay, here are some questions. Any guests coming up? Um, How do you all find a guest to appear in the podcast? Do you all have to do a sales pitch? I enjoyed Dr. Janel's episode and how you humanize a politician, maybe another one soon. Um, So on that note, I mean, sometimes for like the, the, the branded uh, podcast, that one comes through like they reach out to us. Um, sometimes when we meet an in- interesting individual, we're like, hey, want to come on our podcast? Um, because, yeah, like, thankfully, we we do get the chance to meet some very interesting individuals. And whether or not there's another politician coming on soon, well, we are <clears> in <throat> talks. We are in talks yeah. with a certain someone. We have locked down a date. But uh, mm. we'll probably share more info when that happens. La. Yep, yep, yep. Um, anything to add to that?
1: No, no, I think that's it. Uh,
0: Okay, then the second question with previous suggestions of Yalabad in decline was there ever a time both of you felt jaded during the podcast especially with your other productions TV etc taking up time now?
1: i um, like to take that. No, I mean we, yeah, when we took our break, right? When we took a, a hiatus uh, In December? No, no, no not in December it's like when we were shooting uh, She's a Terrorist mm. and yeah, we were shooting a TV show we we were yeah we had to take a hiatus from the podcast because we just did not have time or energy to record and upload the podcast uh, every week already la. Oh, that was back in twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen, yeah, mm. back in twenty nineteen. Yeah. So no, no, we never, but we didn't feel jaded about it like we, we we felt like we, I mean, we were always excited about the podcast, but it's just uh, at that point in time it was just really time and, and and you know our kind of inexperience dealing with her. The first time with such a huge production and everything mm. uh, whereas now now I think we can run like simultaneously a couple of productions and also record the podcast la. pretty mm. confident about that but uh, yeah it's, 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 uh, it was a different era yeah, yeah and
0: yeah. I would say like it definitely not jaded uh, I think we still feel that we are only scratching the surface of audio and that's why we still want to keep doing it no matter what happens even if once in a while we uh, can only do one episode a week mm.
1: yeah
0: but yeah, our our intern is, has joined us, um, so now we hopefully that helps with our process, mm. um, and hopefully we can get back to doing more regular episodes. Yeah, cool. All right, next one. Hi cool. from from that underscore rack. Yeah. Hi Terence, as an MMA fan, what is your all-time favorite MMA fight and your personal favorite MMA fighter? Uh,
1: well, uh, interesting. I I mean I. I... I'm very drawn to stories, lah. So, I don't, you know, like the fight is just one element of uh of, of it. I follow. I actually enjoy like all the 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 stuff that goes on before and after the fight, the 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 story that they weave, and then the press conferences, and even the weight cutting, you know, drama, and, and and things like that. So, um, I I would say okay. I think my if you ask me, like as an MMA, what was my all-time favorite MMA fight? I would say it was the. It, I wouldn't say it's a fight but it was the watching the whole um the the the, the in twenty nineteen lah watching that whole series of fights of uh, when Jorge Masvidal uh went on this insane run and and you know knocked out uh Darren Till knocked out uh, uh Ben Askren and then you know, finally was, became b, uh, like BMF champion uh, crowned by The Rock after b- uh, beating Nate Diaz at, at Madison Square Garden and all that. So, so so it was just that whole year, it was just this magical run for a fighter and and um, I, I think that was a fant- it was a great story. Uh. I really enjoyed it. as much as even now like uh, uh, two years later it's been kind of exposed that he's not really that great a fighter like, you know. Mm. But at least that, that for that one year it really felt like anything that he he touched just turned to gold. Uh, from from all his post post fight interviews, you know the three piece and the soda, and then the the flying cake, and then the all the super necessary in the press conference, the eating the pizza, the wearing the the wearing the you know the Scarface suit and and everything. That, that whole year just felt like this this crazy uh, comeback story of a, a journeyman. You know, a guy who. Who'd gone through all the ups and downs and was probably going to retire as a as a as a med- mediocre fighter, suddenly mm. shooting to superstardom and becoming one of the most popular fighters in the world, just off the back of like a couple of crazy knockouts, and 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 then suddenly finding himself crowned, being crowned uh, BMF champion by The Rock, at, at, in New York City. You know, it's mm-hmm. just a crazy turn of events that could have only happened in 2019 lah, which was like. The year before everything fell to shit, like, right? In, in with COVID and all, so so if you ask me, like that period was like I just watching that was very fascinating for me, cause cause you know like the the, the people he beat along the way like Ben Askren, like Ben Askren was uh, also, also like wow this guy is pretty pretty good. um when I mean, he did very well in one championship how's he gonna you do in the UFC and then boom five seconds he's knocked out by, by by uh, by the the nobody Jorge Masvidal you know. So so, it just 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 some a lot of crazy stories that happened in that year that that made it one of the f- my favorite years of watching MMA lah. Mm. And uh, but but he's not but but he's not my personal favorite MMA fighter. La. I think for for personal favorite MMA fighters right now, I, I to me it's, it's very important that they also stand for something in uh, outside of the outside of the cage. Mm. And, and you know, um, Conor McGregor, Masvidal, they're not they're not role models outside the cage at all. That right. Mm. So so right now I think in in terms of the overall uh, picture you know I think my favorite probably is probably either George St Pierre or, or or Daniel Cormier la, between the two because mm. you know they they're just good guys very interesting people who have had amazing careers then they're both in hall of famers and and uh, yeah they 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 just battled through adversity to to get to the top and they're very candid about uh. They very candid, very open about sharing all the struggles that they've had along the way, and now watching them, you know, retired and everything, is just like, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Huh? I mean, they're not fighting anymore, but but if you ask me, like, okay, who who really represents the true the true spirit on the sport of MMA? I think those those two guys. Uh, mm, yeah.
0: Sounds like you can start your own MMA podcast, dude. Oh yeah, I think you just <laughs> we went totally on for twenty five minutes without caring a shit about what I think. Oh, oh, oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it was terribly no, addressed no. for no. me. Like, I, know, actually, I know, I know. It's fine. It's fine. I could tell the passion oozing yeah, out you from your voice, you man.
1: You see, you're you you not monotonous. <laughs> yeah, you're not you monotonous. Not. <laughs> when you, you see, when you find something that you really love, it will never be monotonous. So when yeah. you find the girl that you're, or the, the the guy that you love, you know, it's, yeah. you, you will not be monotonous and nobody's going to care about your monotony. Yeah,
0: yeah that's why like a case in point, all yeah, right? To the person point. who asked the monotonous thing, uh,
1: explore with June. Find yeah, yeah. find your MMA equivalent, man. Okay, but I mean, I, I'll just throw it to you also. Like, since Harish also, I think you also got watch a bit of MMA here and there and all. Like, mm. right? uh, um, a which, little bit mean, here and there. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Don't, don't be embarrassed to say Conor yeah. McGregor. It's fine.
0: It's oh, fine. no, no. It's actually not yeah. uh, Conor McGregor. So the favorite fight would be the Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz one. The one that mm, went that out five rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because okay, I admittedly I haven't watched that much, but I would say my favorite uh, MMA fighter is GSP because I've seen his fights, but I've also heard his philosophy behind fighting la, mm. through the like a Joe Rogan podcast la. So, uh, somewhat uh high level preference, but I thought hey, this guy is fucking cool man. Yeah, um, and yeah. him being open about how he gets fucking nervous before each fight, uh, and he's like one of so the greatest right? of yeah. all time. And he said he avoids his family; he has dinner alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He just he, like takes
1: a drive around because he's just too nervous. And I'm yeah, like, what the fuck? Right. This sounds like like any other person. And he
0: said he hated fighting. Like the day before the fight is his least favorite. The the fight day is the least least favorite day of the year or something. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And this guy's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. But cool. cool. Right. Question.
1: Is, it, is it me or yeah. you now? Uh you. yeah, it's me now, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, when brainstorming for a new name for the podcast, were the close run-ups? What were the close run-ups to Yala Bud? Personal mm. Universe that might have been the name of the podcast instead. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I tried. I tried looking for the brain blasting, um, like the ideas. I can't find it. I remember there were other options, um, but I can't remember any of the top of my head. But there were at least like like five or six. Uh. Mm, mm, mm. right. Uh, I cannot remember. Do you remember? Um, there were definite, there were definite yeah, alternatives. There
1: were, there were alternatives, uh yeah. Somehow we, we 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 just decided. So. I mean, I mean, I guess if anything, it was a uh, we just really weren't fans of the mushroom. Yeah. After a while, <laughs>
0: after a while, we're like, this is a horrible name. A horrible name. Horrible so name. hard to pronounce. We will say, "What's your
1: podcast called?" The Mushroom. They're like, "What?" Like, yeah, How do you spell it? How do you, you write it? How do you do anything with it, you know? Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know,
0: Ministry of Funny, MOF, yeah, MOF. It's like mushroom with a moth, so it's moth-shroom. Then you yeah. are
1: like, why you
0: call it? Then we're like, we have no idea why we came up yeah, with that. Yeah.
1: yeah it's like I mean, a room that, like, you know, like, that you so you talk until you get high, and that kind of thing. Right? Yeah.
0: But I would <laughs> with the, the the names that we came up for Yalabad, was based on the premise of a podcast where we wanted to consider alternative perspectives. It's not saying mm. we came up with a name, then we decided the context. When we were thinking about a names, we're like, okay, this show is going to be considering different perspectives. What can we call it? Yeah. 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 But yeah, if we do find okay. that, that one picture of that whiteboard, we'll put it up. But until, until now, yeah. yeah. All right. But, uh, Kim Ji-hoon. Oh, oh no, no, us... Uh, uh sorry. There, there was some additional comments to that, but then all Yeah. Oh, but really they just—they just, they're just
1: uh. comments. Yeah. They're just yeah, comments right. about asking about y- what y- be if you translated proper English. Yeah. That comments lah. Like, yeah. There's yeah. questions, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the next question is, what are your favorite yallabat comments so far? Congrats on hitting t- three hundred episodes. From Kim wow. Ji uh. mm. But um, but a lot I mean, every day we, every week we, every every session we talk about. Uh, the favorite comments are right yeah or like how would you categorize your favorite comments Mm, i guess he's asking your favorite favorite comments
0: i I mean i would say my favorite comments are when we talk about um an industry or topic in a world that we might not be the most familiar with like Uh, like healthcare workers or teachers or something and someone from that industry or from that vocation shares their personal story on reddit that's when I'm like, oh shit, that is cool because it's just learning a new perspective. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I think I like so. Comments like that. Yeah. I love, yeah, I love uh, that, I'll that, second that. I, I love those comments that coming from people in the industry la, whether it's mm. healthcare or teaching because, or like, uh, you know, to even for them to speak up about certain things or so is, is a is, uh, that always feels like it's a, a little bit of a risk, a risk to it, la, right? Yeah, you yeah. Because they're not supposed to talk bad about their, their workplace and all that. La. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so the oh, what, what? Sorry. So it's, what? so it's a little bit like dangerous every time we get one of those comments. Uh.
0: Yeah. But I, I will also say there's another category of comments that even though it sounds like, oh, it's just a pat on our shoulders and you know, all, um, I really do enjoy when people tell us how they they listen to Yalabad or why why they like listening to Yalabad. lah. I mean, mm-hmm. of course it rubs the ego and all, but like uh, just just like last week or a couple of weeks ago, we were speaking to someone and she said that she remembers which episode she was listening to when she felt her baby kick for the first time, and mm, that fucking correct, correct. blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It blew yeah. my mind. Uh, and was I was really like, crazy. "Oh my god, that is, yeah. that's insane, man."
1: Yeah. So, yeah. so I enjoy things like that. Yeah. All oh, right. And the next question is from Missy Helpla: mm. Is Terence planning on having another baby? Is Harish Tilani planning on having children? So the answer is yes and Farish uh, yes yes definitely it's, it's, uh, yes, <laughs> yeah first got to get married yeah yeah but uh yeah for me for me i have uh, uh yeah we are expecting a second a second kid already oh so is that it the is, first time you're mentioning on a podcast yeah i think it, uh, i mean it's kind of public but it's also I guess yeah, uh, you know, just happy to share that share it on the podcast as well. Yeah,
0: know? second and he's gonna call yeah. call the kid a Harish. That's what
1: he also <laughs> said. Yeah, that's what he told me. And I'm very honored, Terrence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very of course, honored. Of course. yeah, yeah. Very honored. Yeah. So that's how this is <laughs> just going back to the earlier question, this is how you not keep up a work relationship <laughs> yeah. with your friends. and This is how you ruin those relationships. Uh, yeah, by insisting thing. that your the kids are named after you. Yeah, not you yeah. get offended at all.
0: Yeah, that's true. I yeah. will be offended uh, at yeah. yeah.
1: But okay. there is a, a follow up comment saying maybe
0: get their wife's guest appearance on the podcast. Yeah. I think yeah, for we'll my fiance already, yeah. Yeah, closed, tough, like, yeah. tough. Yeah. yeah. Close. Yeah. But I mean maybe at the yeah, see t- never say never but yeah.
1: Tough, tough. Yeah
0: but it's, it's kind of nice to also keep that part of our lives separate lah. That, that, that's, that's what I feel
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah um, um, okay
1: uh, okay uh, yes
0: from original poster 2020 how about adding another female member for a female perspective what do you think Terence
1: uh, I've always entertained that, that thought of of uh, you know having an additional perspective but uh, you must remember that um it also gives everyone a little bit less time to talk assuming that the we're still talking about an hour and a half or maximum an hour kind of podcast like, just just less air time for every individual like, right so mm. um you know it, it, i i think it's a uh when we have guests you can see you can see that we also uh we we try to involve the guests as much even talking about current affairs and things like that too. So so we we I I think that maybe the the more important thing is that we might need to get more female perspectives on a podcast la. Mm. right? One thing I will admit is that yes lah, generally our guests tend to be tend tend to be male rather than female, mm. right? Yeah la. yeah correct. Um, but yeah, I think getting a permanent member,
0: having a three person podcast, yeah, it is, it is uh different la. Like the nice thing about having one on one is that the person who is asked the question can't really go anywhere or wait for anyone else to answer for them. Mm. Uh, and and that's the benefit. La. But but yeah, like we do want to get yeah more female guests on. La. Yes, yes, definitely. Mm. But as a enjoyed, guest. La.
1: Yeah, we've enjoyed having a wear on as well, la, right? Yeah. All, right? all like people like right? Mona and Kitanya and all. Yeah, yeah. And they're talking about, you know, whether it's women's issues or yeah, very female-centric issues, la, right? Yeah, yeah. Correct, yeah. correct. Uh, but yeah Um,
0: okay then next question from ZZ Way: when will the Yalabad merch drop always want to show my support to my favorite podcast with a physical product think it's being talked about at least since the first AMA
1: (laughs) when the first Yalabad merch Um, Mm.
0: when Terrence
1: when when don't know man we kind of need I think yeah we we need we need help Uh, I'll just totally admit like we just don't have the the, the brains or the capacity to go and deal with all the logistics involved with designing and making merch and all yeah uh, and then all the the turnkey the turnkey offerings that we've 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 looked at or talked to just uh just uh, yeah they, they all just fizzled out that like, right after mm, a while correct right, right why yeah uh, you know at one point we we're talking about not not just like physical merchandise but like even like something that you can consume as well but mm. also also, like, I haven't really heard, heard much development since then uh.
0: yeah because because I, mean, I think like the physical product thing is one of those things that if you're working with a partner you want to be able to guarantee like a minimum number if you're customizing like some product or you need a mold something so so yeah it, it's it's one of those things that maybe we are not we're sitting on a gold mine um where we haven't realized yet la. so mm. I will echo Terrence's statement that yeah, it is a field or an area that we haven't really dived headfirst into. And if anyone out there can wants to partner or wants to kind of work with us to develop something, we are totally open. Because mm. it would be cool to have Yalabad merch. Um, yeah, maybe they will give us a, a a light of bigger fire under our ass to have a next show as well, so people can buy it on site. Yeah, but yeah. but yeah, just just hearing someone wanting to show their support with a physical product, it means a fuck ton, man. Yeah. Yeah, so cheers to that. It's true.
1: Okay, over to you. Uh, Lambo567, what were both your dream jobs growing up? What are your comfort foods? What mm. was your dream job, little mm. Harish? Dream job, footballer, ah, professional footballer. For real? Eh? Uh, I mean, of course, like,
0: at some point you dream of playing professional football and all. Of course, mm. I wouldn't say like I, I thought I had a shot. I mean, I, th- I think I was a pretty good player, but... uh. Not like professional, to, to make it professionally la.
1: Mm. Uh Yeah,
0: apart from that, I didn't have any
1: other dream job. You? Mm. I think it was uh, probably a scientist or something. Wow! Like, like, I don't know, just discover shit lah. La. Wow, scientist Back la. then, back then that's, that's what, you know, you, you just think of people in lab coats and they're just brewing shit in, in labs all day. Mm. That was like that was like my dream job, but, but obviously as I grew older, I realized it's hey, just not this is not something I would enjoy doing. Mm. Yeah, more oh, scientist. Then your comfort yeah. food. Comfort food, I would say probably spaghetti bolognese. Uh. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like homemade or outside also? Both also can of uh. 'Cause I, I, yeah, even in this past couple of months that I've been sick, I realized yeah, there's something I can eat even while sick and, and not you know, not feel terrible and all. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I I was I mean it's not because I am more pai, right? it's just it's just that you know in like in Western food, like the when we eat the, the Western food in the kupi and all that. That's the one of the few things that I always order. Mm. Yeah. Mm. How about I, you man? So, I think more recently it is bakute man. <laughs> Seriously, wow. yeah, you're becoming, like, uh, a, you're becoming a Chinese uncle already.
0: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I think last time it would have been chicken rice or some home cooked food, but I don't. But, know, recently. But,
1: I be mean, out age. It's just because of age. Really, all that stuff is too gel- getting too chill already, right?
0: Yeah, maybe because of the chicken rice or like like I mean, Indo is fucking great, but because at first I was thinking, okay, is it. You know me but then I felt there's more indulgent like yeah, comfort exactly. food where after I eat it I feel like okay that was a good meal I feel good yeah. recently
1: it's bakute, man ah uh, okay, okay yeah bakute. so is you, you, you've gone oh I need something soupy yeah in the face of your life yeah correct <laughs> correct I want something peppery and soupy you know yeah, yeah better for te, my man. stomach you
0: know yeah <laughs> it might evolve it might evolve as it has in the past uh, but yeah now but you found food. a good place
1: around your okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Got, got, That also probably like adds yeah. to the, the fact why it feels like comfort food. Like. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah,
0: bakute, man. And I only Shout started out. eating it like three years ago thanks to my fiance. Huh? Yeah, before that oh, I always mean... thought it was inert or something. Then I realized it's oh. kueh chap.
1: bakute is like it's a yeah. it's a magical oh, yeah. thing, man. Shit! And you never stay at the club until 4 a.m. That kind of yeah, right? Yeah. no. I mean, <laughs> in
0: a few times that I did, you go then you have Maggie Goring or something,
1: uh. Oh yeah, yeah. You will not, you mm, will not, not follow the group to Bakute. Yeah, no Bakute. Okay, okay. Because yeah. I thought everybody would have had Bakute past past midnight, you know, in Singapore before. Yeah. As a mm. dessert, yeah. No man,
0: that's in your Chinese
1: bubble, uh. mm, crack, crack, you Incredible. No party Chinese with heart. non-Chinese people, right? Go, go, go You uh, you, But you, <laughs> but you, you left you disappeared yeah, you disappear Before <laughs> before midnight That's the problem Correct, correct, correct And that correct. was not a racist joke I don't, yeah. I think, I'm not making any racist correct. jokes it's, about a true this. Story. it's a true he story He literally like Disappeared from the club <laughs> <laughs> Yeah but Yeah Cool uh, Okay, now, now okay. On to you Josh Kai you are yeah, coming we, we just have a few more left Yes Yeah Where did Harish learn Were you surprised From How did Terrence handle it for info, I started using the phrase, were oh, you surprised? And I can see how it's a nice phrase to use, but when my wife started using it, <laughs> I could also tell how annoying it is. Wow, thank goodness, man. Thank goodness. I'm so glad someone else is also feeling it. So it, I, w- I wouldn't say I learned it from
0: somewhere. It almost became like a
1: gag. La. Yeah. But is it something deliberate that you always do? I never ask that's my the, friends. I never ask yeah, my friends.
0: I never problem. ask anyone else. It's only because I know it riles you up and it makes me feel uh, better than you. La. Oh, I, see, I see. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. the main motivation. Main motivation.
1: That's the whole point of, of that question to make yourself feel better. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. I will not deny it. Yeah, I love asking
1: that. Yeah. Because I mean so, feel superior. It, yeah, I do not recommend you using that with your wife. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Actually, I think not. I have used once or twice and it did not end well. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it does not end well. Yeah, it this does not a, end well. It is a very condescending question from the start, like, And there's no right answer. <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's no smart answer to it. Correct, you know, correct Like correct. you say, oh, why would I be surprised? You know? Yeah. And, or or, or, the, or the, the other the other answer would be yeah, of course I was surprised. Then it just makes you sound like idiot, right? Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. It's a win-win so, question. A win-win question for one <laughs> no, for one short-term
0: instant gra- short-term
1: gratification yeah. win-win. Yeah, but long-term but could be damaging. Damaging for a relationship Yeah Yeah And Oh uh, Yeah So that was my two questions Yeah uh, Okay so
0: My You know You had the next one What I asked oh. the one before that Was
1: it Okay yeah. All things quaint What are your thoughts On the Melissa, Faith, Yo Andy Chen Kate Pang Kate Pang Given that you're also Working with Andy On another podcast mm, What are your mm. thoughts Yes Mm. Uh, well I mean yeah. um yeah Andy I think Andy he's our friend and all uh well we're, we're just hearing I think right now we only hear we've only heard one side of the story mostly mm. and then uh, my 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 I think but just stepping away from there I think my biggest bugbear about the whole thing is that it was from 10 years ago mm. so anyone who brings up something from 10 years ago to to put it on social media today I, to put it on social media today when the world has changed so much in ten years already, you know. Uh, and when it comes and it's talking about a relationship thing and, and all it's I'm like, wow, this is is there there needs to be a a statute of limitations on, on relationships uh, relationship issues that you can bring up on social media. Like in a certain number of years, beyond a certain number of years you cannot bring up that 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 problem anymore already, lah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. About, um, uh, but, but, but again we've only just heard one side of the story so I'm sure they will, I'm sure Andy and his, his wife will have their own version to tell right yeah
0: and I mean we when we did record like uh it was around around the time of the article so we didn't like oh shy away from it but I like I, I also didn't want to probe because uh at this point there's been what we see in the news which like what Terrence said is one-sided and yeah like, I think I think it's one of those things that you know, you're still settling their stuff. So, mm. I intentionally did not ask questions, and I think for you as well. Mm, yeah. Right? Because, it's, yeah, I mean, if it develops, if there's something, then sure. But for now, now, man, we want to respect their privacy
1: as well. Yeah. So, yeah, to me, it's not even, yeah, it hasn't reached the status of a brouhaha. Yeah. I don't think yet. La. Yeah. Because there, there's really not much to, to work off on. on yeah, correct.
0: Yeah. And I mean, so far, it hasn't been anything since those few. So, so we see. La. We see. Yeah. So, no thoughts yet. All right. Cool. Uh, on to me, right? Yes. The question from Raikota: What is one of your all-time favorite movies? Don't say Top Gun. Um, have you guys ever <laughs> thought of ending the podcast at any one point? Do you guys still deal with the thoughts of what could have been if you continued with your old jobs? So maybe well, the uh, one yeah. by one, like, what is your all? What is one of your all-time favorite movies?
1: Um, Manhattan. Mm. Yeah, Woody Allen movie. Yes. Mm. I would don't say, say see, don't say crazy rich Asians, uh. Yeah, no,
0: no, no. That one is that one is. If they ask what is the all-time favorite, then there will be man. So oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, All-time favorite, one of my all-time. I would say what we do in the shadows, the ah, okay. the movie by Tai Tai, tai Ta Wa, Waikiki. The original, um, that right? That, yeah, that the original. fucked off everything. Yeah, I mean it was just he was a he already become like a famous filmmaker in New Zealand. Made some indie films, mm-hmm. but that was the first one that you watch it. You're like, oh shit, this guy's a genius. Mm. Um, you can watch the trailer online. Um, okay, then the next question: Have you guys ever thought of ending the podcast at any one point? Um, I would say for me, firmly, hell no. No, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, like no. ending for us no. There, there isn't a there isn't an end game that way. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing. Yeah, Not, we, we we have never even talked about it. It's always been yeah. okay. How can we sustain it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how can we sustain it? Okay, then. Do you guys still deal with the thoughts of what could have been if you continued with your old jobs? Mm. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you go ahead? Do you. Uh, I I would say not not my old job, um, but mm. I will say that in tougher times in the past when I meet my friends uh, in different industries, uh, and then, yeah, I, I I I won't deny that I feel like oh shit, um, well, like. Uh, what we're doing right now it's it's tough lah and there's still so much to do but it's always very fleeting lah the moment mm. uh, i i get back into like okay creating stuff you know i think i cannot imagine doing anything else um mm. but yeah i won't also din- say that it's all roses and and peaches and sunshine and rainbows
1: lah. yeah yeah because i mean the, the 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 flip side of what could have been is that what could have happened to you if you continued with your old job also? that like, right? Mm, mm, mm. Uh, I mean, I was getting heart palpitations. I was seeing, I was 20, uh, 26 or 27 years old and seeing a doctor for like irregular heartbeat and, sh- and throbbing in my eyeballs and stuff like that, you know? Mm. And then, you know, I was just really, yeah, just very uh, beholden to the job more than anything else. Like just just for the, 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 the pay and the prestige and all that, right? Mm. Uh, but I was hating who I was and, and, and you know, spending my, any waking hour I had, like trying to, you know, do something creative and all. So, yeah, I I think that there's, you, you always think only of the rosy things of what could have been, you know? You'd be sitting by a beach enjoying, you know, your six-figure salary and and, and sipping Mai Tais and, and whatever. But there's also the other side of it, la. Like you, I mean, you, I don't want to go any dark places, like oh, well, I have taken my life, or whatever. But, but I mean, you'd be probably be quite depressed, la, right? And and then you'd be dealing with thoughts of what could have been if you had actually uh, left your job, la, right? And mm, that's that's mm. the thing I didn't want to have to deal with, la. Yeah,
0: and and I think yeah. like one thing that I will I, I took away from Casey Neistat, that one of my favorite YouTubers was at one point he shared this. uh, his personal story of how he looks back at his own life and he talked about some sort of Tarzan methodology where if you imagine like everyone thinks life is from point A to point B he said no for him it is you start off at point A and point B is like okay you could draw a straight line to it but life is more like okay from point A you go all the way right like you swing like a pendulum right then you swing pendulum left then you swing you're moving forward at the same time but with each time the 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 angle of your swing gets less and less lah. So, so you might still reach a point B but it's not a straight line lah. and I think uh, he, he used that to think about his life retroactively saying that everything he did in his life has led up to him to who he is at that point and mm. he was happy with who he was at that point in time so he looks back everything like okay, he had to do all that to to become the person he is I and mean, I think about oh, uh, am I happy with the person I am now? Yeah, generally quite happy. So then if mm. it took going through all that, uh, yeah, I always feel that yeah, even when I used to like never get dates or be horrible with like, you know, like try to find a girlfriend and all that, in some way it led me to comedy. Mm,
1: mm. So
0: so I think that helped me not hold on to what, like thoughts of, okay, what could have been if this, if I went, when there because like what you say, like there can always be a dark side if I went yeah. down that path. So at this point, yeah. I'm like, yeah, no regrets at all, man.
1: Yeah, and then just a couple of weeks ago, I just woke up one morning and I was like, okay, day, day six of the writer's room. You know, we're mm. quite tired already. We've been doing this for six days. Today, we got to crack the story. Oh, I'm so tired. You know, uh, should I just continue sleeping in bed or whatever rather than rushing to office? I still need to put bring my kid to school. Then I just asked myself like, oh, imagine like I gave my my you know that, that 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 finance uh the previous self of my finance self la i told you the opportunity. tomorrow you have a chance to work on a writer's room where you just sit there and you just crack a story about you know about this interesting topic and and, and with like a group of other talented writers you know what what, what will you give for that la? i think i would have like dropped everything and just uh, we've even paid mm. money for the experience so, you know <laughs> that was how desperate I was to do it at that point yeah. so I look at it today, I'm, like, okay, okay, uh, I'm actually doing this I'm actually doing that living that dream right now already lah. Yeah. so why why would I look back and say hey I'd rather be doing what I was doing back then you know mm-hmm. yeah
0: that, but I mean just to clarify that it, it did take a lot of sacrifice and it still continues to take a lot of that, oh but yeah, uh, of course yeah. It Um, but it's, it's worth it. It's worth it. it, Yeah. And in part it's due to the podcast and things like the podcast and things like the community that really keep us going. Yeah. Correct. That's right. Yeah, man. Cool. Uh, Okay. And next one from ZZ way as well. Just like to check if there's any new podcast, video media content coming with your announcement to collaborate with rice media back in November. I respect rice media for their take on news and hope this collab can bring new ways for their content to be shared and discussed. Blog posts are one way traffic of news and quite tiresome to read. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think that is still kind of like in development. Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah so, so we've also been trying to push that along, but I think, yeah, it's it's still in development. Like it's taking time. Like it's taking time. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I respect the rice guys a lot. they they they're trying a lot of different things to to sustain themselves. Yeah. The- very competitive uh, space. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure, I mean, we, we signed it with the intention that, that it's sort of a, like understanding that we will try and find something to to work together and uh, it will take a bit of time but uh, yeah, I'm sure something will come together. Yeah. So yeah. no immediate plans but
0: yeah, we, we, we are on very good terms with them and still discussing, still discussing. Mm, mm, that's
1: right. Yes. Oh, are we down Oof. to the final three? Final three. Shall, I, final shall three. I bring it home? Yes, bring it home and bring it home. Okay. Mama Jumba, yeah, been uh, quite a new listener, I think. Not sure if this is in time for the three hundred episode. Yes, you are. But since it's almost the halfway point of twenty twenty two, how are your New Year resolutions going? Number two, they say comedians and creatives are depressed and or cynical inside. Do y'all agree? And how do you balance those negative feelings and traits? Mm. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. How are, How are your new New Year resolutions coming along, Harish? Uh, actually, I don't really make New Year
0: resolutions. Uh. Uh, oh yeah. So, I don't, I don't have anything to update. I would say there are things that along the year I've been thinking, oh, shit, okay, I want to do this. Uh, I want to do that. So, it's more like project-based, project-based. Mm. Uh, so, right now, I would say the one thing that I've been mulling about is to get back into some sort of dedicated workout program lah because mm. of some... Like neck, shoulder issues I've been having the past few months. I really stopped kind of doing like any sort of strength training, and it's and it's fucking annoying me mm. So that's my new my new project which I'm thinking of starting soon.
1: Mm. That's yeah. the only thing I can update. What about you? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not big on New Year resolutions. In fact, I can't remember if I made any. Or, yeah, so I probably didn't make any. But I think yeah, I really wanted to be more uh, physically active this year. Um but but uh it's yeah, it's been it's been hard. Uh. <laughs> the last two months have been like in in and out of like illness and and, and you know, taking care of family and all that as well. Mm. So 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 I I but the 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 good things I do try and snatch like a walk here or, you know, just shooting hoops a little bit here and there. Mm. And, and and I I've i I've tried to make it make it as easy as possible where I just can just grab my shoes and the basketball and just Run to the courts for like half an hour and that kind of thing. A bit like how like how I read like Obama does it lah. Mm. He 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 always like uh when when he was president he was always like playing with his aides or so I said playing playing basketball with his aides uh. mm. He was just like okay everybody I need to play basketball now and then they just oh, change it? up for a bit and then they just go play for like half an hour that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh-huh. So uh, you, you know uh the big c level sweet people important people they, they understand the importance of just like physical doing activity. stuff for the sake of yeah. for the joy of doing it like you know yeah yeah. so, so you sh- have to do that uh, yeah. you
0: still got a half a year to get to get
1: to, to, to get that the, the physical
0: activity up man
1: correct yeah. yeah yeah it's it's a never ending process uh. yeah yeah okay cool. then yeah. the second question comedians and creatives are depressed at cynical inside do you all agree and how do you balance those negative feelings and traits how Terrence do you agree or not um no I no I, I I think I don't think they're all depressed or and or cynical I think they a, a lot of their comedy comes from uh very human experiences that are are very painful and and very emotional right mm. but it doesn't mean that they 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 can't process it and then they remain depressed and cynical inside, right? mm. uh but but i I agree and how do you balance those negative feelings that's what you're doing with comedy oh? you' you're balancing it by by writing about it, by being vulnerable about it, by laughing at it and how ridiculous the whole thing is. So, so the, mm. yeah.
0: yeah, I would say it is less about being depressed or cynical, but just, I mean, at least from the comedians I know and the actors that, that uh, or like the people in comedy, like, I think they really tune into what tickles them or what pisses them off or what hurts them. And sometimes when that goes overboard, then it can turn into like extreme depression or cynicism. Um, but but yeah, so it's almost like you are really peeling yourself back, peeling the layers to expose the vulnerable side. And I, I would say how to balance those negative feelings um, in addition to creating content around it is to just have good people around you. Because um, mm. I can imagine if you are with people who maybe when you're being damn vulnerable, they just fucking like put you down even more That. That can be like a spiral downwards. Like, but if you have good people around you, it helps being more in tune with your feelings, uh, more manageable. Yeah, yeah. It's very important. Yeah, it's damn important. Because I think I mentioned this on a podcast, but the more acting stuff I do, the more I try and become a better actor, the more volatile I become in real life to a certain extent. Mm. Uh, and yeah, having people around me to kind of ground me does help a lot. Like.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think I, I just I think you mentioned it before, but I just remember being in our writer's room the last couple of weeks and and at a certain point everyone was just being really vulnerable. Yeah. About a lot of their childhood experiences and things like that coming out. And uh it was it was very cathartic, at the same time, uh almost like quite awkward right? Mm. you know, for, for everyone involved. But but um yeah, I think that's just a part of the whole creative process. Though. Yeah, you gotta be willing to to write what you know, and what you know is what you feel, you know. And if yeah. we were assholes, we could have like hidden camera recorded
0: the whole thing, and then make yeah. videos like, "Oh my god, look at this person and his mommy issues," yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we didn't. Yeah, but it was a safe space.
1: Yeah. A safe space, correct. All right, all right. Taufik, um, Taufik J nine nine three. Was just wondering if you guys would ever do episodes where you discuss brief multiple news headlines which which you probably wouldn't dedicate a full episode to and uh, these would be mostly wacky topics and you know they'd be good for especially for slow news weeks where well, maybe just an update episode giving us uh, update episode talking about some of these topics and talking cock might be nice for so the listeners who enjoy the thrice weekly uploads mm. I, he's asked, I guess what he's asking is just can you do like shorter snippet episodes that maybe just discuss I'll riff off a few lighter topics, topics. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think of the idea
0: I mean I've thought about it before I know we have discussed it but I don't know like I enjoy going deep into one topic because that's where you can get into the meat or stuff and that's where you can peel off layers and reveal stuff that maybe other people have missed like if it's just scratching the surface I feel so many people do that on social media and in media publications in general so I would say it doesn't it doesn't warm the cockles of my loins uh.
1: Mm, Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of uh, yeah. You want news updates and all. You it's very easy to get lah from either yeah. from reading or from you know YouTube and all these kind of things or reaction videos and things. But uh, yeah, I think that the we we the the way we choose topics is actually quite something I'm quite proud of also lah. In the sense that we we choose topics that we know will challenge ourselves or challenge each other a little bit to 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 do a bit more research, to think a bit deeper, to 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 have something to say about it, like, right? Mm, mm. You know, and then it, it can be topics that we are completely unqualified to talk about. That's where we are pressured to actually go and read out a little bit more. And, and then, and then and, and that's why we feed you this treasure trove of archives, uh, of articles to, to that we refer to in every episode. Shame on you if you haven't checked through all those articles. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, we, we put in a lot of effort to find those articles, you know. Yeah. yeah.
0: So so I guess yeah I mean it's more it's, like it is important to us to create content that you can't find elsewhere um and that means going deep into a topic and talking about perspectives that no one else is sharing like. which is yeah. harder to do if it's just like a
1: like a update kind of thing yeah like a Saturday Saturday Night Life the yeah. week week weekend update kind of thing right
0: yeah it's just a different format right? different it? not different and the thing about podcast because people are so used to our format the moment we change it then. We also don't want people to like when a new episode comes out things it's like oh is it going to be this format or that format. We just want to mm-hmm. keep it if it ain't broke why fix it man. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Alright. and Final. And the final question after final this marathon question. session of of a recording. Yeah. Um, What's both of your MBTI? Curious to know since we spent so many hours listening to you guys we were wondering if we guessed it right. Or yeah, bad snores. Yeah. Bad snores. Uh, do you know your MBTI? Actually, what is MBTI? I don't know my MBTI also. What is MBTI?
0: No, it's one of those personality tests. Oh, la.
1: the Myers and Briggs Foundation. Yeah. Test. You oh, thought something yeah. like BMI or something. Uh. At first, I thought so. Uh. That's why <laughs> I was like, oh then shit. Then you're like, hey, fuck, about la, this wait. is
0: that personal okay? <laughs> <laughs> MBTI yeah, was, is the Myers Briggs type uh, indicator. Okay. Personality oh, personality test. Okay, personality test. Oh, got people that trying to guess our Myers Briggs type to guess, indicators.
1: Uh. Uh. But I haven't, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Had, I mean, I'm sure I I've taken, taken this before in school and all that, but I I haven't taken it any time in the last ten years or anything.
0: Oh, maybe but. maybe we should do it together with our, like everybody, just post yeah. Because it's not one of those things that is meant to be like super private, right? You take it to yeah. let the people around you understand you better. Great, uh, great. Yeah, but maybe we should have an MBTI party. Here.
1: Okay, as long as it's not a it's mm. not a. Uh, what was the the BMI BMI party? <laughs> BMI party? What the fuck? That is not the kind of party that I would go to. BMI party? Yeah. Uh, not
0: before you do your the the second half of twenty twenty two where you get your physical activity to
1: superhuman <laughs> levels. Uh. exactly, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, are you are you very big on this? Do you believe in this? Like personality tests Actually, Actually, <clears throat>
0: over the past few years, I'm starting to see, to realize that I, I think there is some value because certain traits are like, yeah, everyone's unique and all that, blah, 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 blah. Everyone's special, blah, 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 blah. But there are certain things that are consistent across a lot of people. And I do think that these sort of tests just help you understand people better. And to me, anything that helps people understand each other better is, is something that's that's worthy worth worth some attention Mm, mm. you
1: you're like skeptical Um, as
0: fuck
1: generally skeptical because usually people are uh, you know there's a lot of bias when they answer these questions and they there are people who answer them knowing that it will push them towards the personality type they want to display themselves to be Mm, mm. you know uh and as much as you think you're oh I'm as objective as possible, it's it's impossible to be objective on yourself, lah. It's impossible. Uh the one thing that I think I realize everyone has very we everyone is on is on the spectrum and, and no one really knows where they are, it's, it's just the level of self awareness. Mm. Some people are just really not self aware about their strengths and weaknesses or, or what and some people are hyper aware. And yeah, uh, you know, when they work together, it's 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 a it's a big problem, uh, You know.
0: So so remember the one trait I said uh, earlier about Terrence having a lot of inertia to everything. I can totally imagine me telling Terrence "Hey, let's do the MBTI." You'll be like, "Fuck you, like okay, it's a
1: waste of time and all this shit, like, blah blah." Dude, I studied this shit in university. <laughs> I should know. <laughs> they <it." I'll> <laughs> like,
0: <"Terence, laughs> just take it. What is the downside? I'll take <laughs> no, you fifteen no, no. minutes. You know, we might understand each other better. <laughs> Why not?" <laughs> And you'll be like just doing a life you will get back yeah, like yeah,
1: yeah. Buying, uh, buying like listening to some bullshit i would just spend that 15 I'm minutes start like, going for a hike I'm
0: not hike even going to try and ask you
1: uh, I might do it um, but yeah I'm not even going to try and ask you I think I think it's a it's a very good common couple activity like, right you know uh. couples who do this kind of thing
0: don't know whether couple activity, but yeah, I've I've been curious also lah. Like this, 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 this is not the first
1: time I'm. I someone has brought it up. You mean your your uh as a, as your uh you know as as you you've never done this when. I think I've your, done it way back lah. Oh, okay, I mean, about with your fiance or anything. Uh, to... no, no. Oh, okay, no. interesting. Uh, no. have you? Uh, no, no, I've not. But yeah. I'm not, I'm not I, I never attended any religious classes or anything with my wife. Or oh, I mean, yeah,
0: like we went know. for the Engage Encounter thing, la, which is ah, that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Today. But then when there was no MBTI course. It was just more asking questions about values and all, which I did find useful. It. Yeah, like yeah, it wasn't yeah. very religious or anything.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Yeah. Mm. But holy shit, that's been two hours, man.
1: Yeah. On a wow. Thursday night. What crazy. Two but hour This hours. Is, had to be done because there's so many questions. Uh. Ooh, yeah. This
0: was a marathon, man. And I guess one cool. episode lah. Like, we can keep it as one episode, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but so how, what, what? What do you
1: think overall of this whole asking mean, me I,
0: thing? I enjoy the questions, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, I always yeah. enjoy. I mean, we we when we get comments, it feels like it's sometimes it can feel very one way, lah, like, right? Yeah, 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 correct. Uh, yeah, so, so you know, I I appreciate people asking questions, especially right. the. The question is about Monotonous voices and all that. Yeah. And the more personal ones. Uh, I, think, yeah, I think
0: that's yeah. why we, we wanted to do this episode. Uh, so, I don't know, maybe for the 400th episode. Yeah. F- just yeah. go deeper, man. Yeah. Maybe, just go
1: yeah. deeper.
0: Whew. Ooh. That was two hours. Right. Oh, man,
1: two hours. Yeah. Was- so, do we, do we have the we are going to end with the one shot thing, la, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, Okay, again. Yeah, I can again. Yeah, should, should definitely yeah. still end with one shot thing because yeah. that always leaves a good taste in everyone's mouth. Correct, correct. I okay. love it. Okay. So, will you, will maybe like I'll to, go first. Yeah, I can. Yeah, my one shot thing is uh, a new YouTube video by one of my favorite uh, YouTubers, Mark Rober. Mm. He basically uh does a new office tour of his uh his new uh workshop slash studio slash gladiator arena and uh i mean of compared to all the typical oh my million dollar office tour that you see on youtube from youtubers and all that he this his is really pretty epic huh? and uh i mean i don't want to spoil it but but there's like literally a, I don't know if you all you remember the show american gladiator
0: uh yeah
1: yeah then there's this always this segment where you could They'll be firing tennis balls as as people run from from obstacle to obstacle, yeah, so he has that in his what in his uh f- youtube what? studio and then he even he even got one of the original american gladiators to to, to test out the test out the device nitro so yeah check out <laughs> he the got videos. nitro he got nitro yeah Oh my god. I mean, my nitro is like I don't know sixty or something right now. Right? <laughs>
0: Shit, he got nitro! Oh no, yeah. oh
1: my god! I remember American Gladiators. Yeah. yeah, So do do check out his crazy office
0: tour. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Uh my my one show thing was, uh because recently like, uh, we were reading some treatments sent sent to us by someone we are collaborating with about a like a spy movie kind of like comedy thing, and I just remembered that I just rewatch certain scenes from one of my, one of the funniest movies I've ever watched called Spy. And there was a clip about the outtakes from that episode. So unlike other movies where the outtakes come from people messing up their lines or something, um, the funny thing here was that the director of that show, Paul Fig, um, he does this thing where after an actor says a line, he feeds them a line that they have to say on the spot. So they haven't seen the line yet. And often it's something ridiculous. Mm. So so it was just funny seeing the actors hearing the line for the first time and just laughing their asses off at the fact that they're going to have to say that on camera and coping with that. La. And I thought, oh shit, that's, that's a cool way of directing. Like you throw off, I mean, you give you give the actor a funny line on the spot. Uh, It just adds a little sense of improvisation. La. And it was just mm. damn entertaining. La. I didn't know he directed like that. I see, I see. Yeah, so it's quite cool, like quite cool. Interesting. Yeah, so, so it just just adds adds a bit of like uh and yeah, like you see Jason Statham, Melissa McCarthy all just losing their minds at the ridiculous lines that he feeds them. It's
1: like. oh, cool. So yeah. this is a
0: video on YouTube, is it? Yeah, it's a video on YouTube.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But yeah,
0: cool, man. Nice two hours and four minutes. Yeah. Holy shit. Alright. All right but but now that your voice is back in, back in order yeah we'll, we'll be back discussing the news sometime very yes. soon
1: yeah
0: cool man cool man thanks for listening everybody if you've made it this far you're a true fucking yalla butter
1: yep <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. alright bye bye alright see ya